0: Support for Lasertime is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineer tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right. The 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code Lasertime. One word, Lasertime at Manscaped.com. Once again, that promo code is Lasertime for 20% off and free worldwide shipping at Manscaped.com.
1: And welcome to episode 424 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I'm your host, Michael Rapars, coming to you live from the Eric M. Delaquila Memorial Studio of the Not Really Live Airwaves. If you want to get on the studio naming action, go to patreon.com slash lasertime. Who else is joining me?
0: Hmm. Lifelong Catwoman Downer, Chris Antista.
1: And <laughs>
0: Chaos
2: Matthew Allen.
1: And special guest for the first time ever, it's Hello, I'm Brendan Hessey. I'm here. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for joining us. This is very exciting. Where where can people hear you normally?
3: So, you can hear me normally on the PNB cast with <gasps> friends of the show, uh, T.L. Foster and Kayla Neal, and yes. also, um, and of course, Robin and Dylan as well. And then also, uh, you know, I do writing and, and stuff about games and tech, so... If you've ever read Lifehacker for the last few years, you've probably seen my face on there. And I've been other places, IGN, Electronic Game Monthly. Hell yeah. Um, Yeah. How do
0: I stream PS3 games without an HDCP notice? Let me tell you, I could probably tell you how to do that. (laughs) I bought a thing. It shouldn't be a problem. Don't stream much anymore, but I might get into that. But we have a ton of E3 stuff to talk about.
1: Yes, uh, we do. It's, it's a big week. We've had E3. I'm traveling this week. I'm on vacation. This is actually an AI that I set up beforehand <laughs> to host a show. Uh, so I wasn't able to prepare anything for the top five, but Chris was, and you've got something special for us.
0: I did. I wanted to do something to celebrate someone near and dear to my heart. I, I'm going to call this top five... Conan O'Brien Gaming Moments.
4: We are getting a sneak peek at one of the most highly anticipated video games of the season. Assassin's Creed Unity takes place during the French Revolution, and it's by the company Ubisoft. Ubisoft is what my wife said to me on my wedding night. (laughs) Classic.
0: (laughs) Classic late-night dick joke. But that's not the best foot forward to lead, but Conan O'Brien is... Not even just like a inspiration or a hero to me. I downright deify Conan O'Brien, and wow. his show goes off uh, a week goes off the air a week from the posting of this episode. So, so do
2: you want to say why you deify him? Because you're you're kind of into all the stuff he's touched over the years, right? Like SNL mm-hmm. writer, yep. uh, Sim- Simpsons. Was yeah, he an SNL guy or yes. Simpsons? Just he's, Simpsons. He's
0: both. He wrote. He wrote. His name is. He wrote a lot of stuff on the Simpsons, but his name is on the episode "Marge Versus the Monorail." <laughs> Perhaps you've heard of it. He wrote for SNL (laughs) for uh, several years, kind of, in my opinion, some of the best years. The Dana Carvey, Phil Hartman era uh, wrote a ton of stuff for uh, Tom Hanks, made made Tom Hanks kind of like one of the SNL greats uh, over there on SNL. And then um, in what was it, 1993, Conan took over for David Letterman with the late night with Conan O'Brien on September 13, 1993, uh, until he inherited the Tonight Show in 2009. (sighs) And let's... Everybody remembers how that went. But uh, yeah. but but if you want to... We did a laser on episode a, a year or two ago about the complete saga of Conan O'Brien's Tonight Show. It's one of the episodes I'm most proud of. I encourage you to listen to it. It has a ton of late-night clips of pretty much just constant vitriol between all the late night hosts mostly directed at Jay Leno it's one of the greatest things <laughs> I've ever heard everyone universally shitting on Jay Leno the world didn't get more perfect than that for me but um starting in 2010 Conan moved his uh show over to TBS under the name Conan uh and I want to say to sort of to his credit he's been tinkering with the format ever since and uh does a lot of remotes I think if you like him on YouTube uh those jordan schlancy clips are some of the funniest things ever um i have some clips if you want me to just salute conan beyond clueless gamer
2: conan well i Hmm. i think i think one of the reasons you might gravitate toward coven or toward uh toward conan (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, you gravitate toward covid Mm -hmm. Uh uh you gravitate toward conan is is he is a man who he grew up from a young age, wanting to be on microphone, like he's a broadcaster through and through. And mm. I think part of that Conan identity is he's kind of like an old fashioned guy, yes. you know, like he he, he does cutting edge comedy, but he's very much like has kind of a 50s mentality. Like he's like a howdy doody. Car- like I heard
0: him say in a podcast, he's like, uh, man, Lauren Michaels must think I'm so funny to take over for David Letterman. He's like, no, I just thought you'd be polite. Yes, <laughs> and like that is but, literally but what, I, what, I, what I was there. getting
2: to. Is I think that's what makes Clueless Gamer, the segments we're going to be talking yeah. about, work. Is he's even though he's not much older than us, he seems so fish out of water yes. because he's like he's yeah. like he's like if your dad grabbed a controller but gave it an actual shot versus like putting oh, I'm not gonna, oh, I'm not going to play this thing this with your you kids with your Atari's and all that stuff. It's like okay, it, he's he's giving it a shot, but he's very clearly. That's out of his element. On yeah. purpose, and that's a
0: revelation that I wanted to make, because sometimes people are like, why don't you stream anymore? And I just want to say, in a nice way, sort of like Conan and the Clueless Gamer, I don't understand it. I don't like streaming. I don't feel good at it. I, don't, I, I would never watch it myself. And then, like, sometimes we have good streams that do well, and sometimes we don't. I feel funny sometimes, sometimes I don't, but that didn't seem to, like... I I can't be good at every game where I just, I didn't get it. I I don't, and I didn't want to make something. I know podcasts. I know how to do that. And I know how to make those better. And I could never really get my head around. Like, what are we doing wrong streaming where we have like tens of thousands of listeners that aren't watch who seem to like streams, but aren't watching us. And I just never got it, but I don't like sports. So I don't, I don't give a shit about esports. I don't really enjoy watching dipshits play video games. I like to watch a pro on occasion. I like awesome games done quick. But uh, yeah, I'm I, I just—I realized I was making something for something I wasn't the audience for. And if I, I mean that
2: being said, <laughs> if you guys want to pay, we can introduce a new Patreon too. We'll do hot tub streams. Me, Chris, and Michael will do hot tub streams. It's a thousand dollars per month level. <laughs> I, um, I, I don't mind
1: because I, 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 we'd have to fly to be together. <laughs> um, I, don't, I do, I do want to point out just—I um, think we briefly mentioned E3. We will get into E3 news. I promise you. But yes. First, yeah. there's the matter yeah. of. The top five in Conan. But anyway, well, I, mean,
0: I want to play some clips because I talked to Brent, Brendan earlier. I'm like, Brendan. Hey, hey, Brendan. Hey, Brendan. Hey, hey Brendan. Uh, I thought Matt and I were going to gang up on you. were going to gang up hey, on Brendan,
3: Brendan. I did when we them. I've seen that show before on YouTube, I think.
0: Yeah,
1: look at that guy.
3: <laughs> okay, come on man.
1: now. If you if you really want to make kidding. him feel old, my dad showed me that show once. <laughs> that's where you go. Well, I just wanted, I wanted to
0: showcase. <laughs> Before we get into the gaming portion, the greatest things I think Conan has ever done with the fastest clips we have available. Conan is where Triumph the insult comic dog comes from, and I quoting Conan himself, he's like, I had nothing to do with it, but I think, I think Triumph going to the Star Wars premiere line is the funniest five minutes on television that's ever been made. Yes. And I am partial to agree, like when Triumph meets Darth Vader.
1: <laughs> Very exciting. Darth Vader himself... He's here. All the other nerds tremble in his presence.
2: <laughs> what are you supposed to be?
5: I am Triumph! Oh,
3: scary nerd! <laughs> this would be my chest box that helps me to breathe. So this is to help you breathe, yes? What? Yes. And which of these
2: <laughs> which of these buttons calls your parents to pick you up? <laughs>
0: oh it's so wonderful. Because you never
3: hear him break. Line.
2: Yeah cuz he he breaks like he rarely breaks as that character. The stormtrooper like, yeah,
0: behind really him sad. breaks and puts like face palms himself. <laughs> <laughs> as if to so, say, "Holy shit, boss, you got to do something."
1: So my job on this show is to be the clueless gamer guy that comes out and laboriously explains all the things about the game. But uh, a little bit of trivia here, that line made it into a Star Wars game. Did it really? It did, and I think the PlayStation 2, PSP, and Wii versions of Star Wars Force Unleashed had a one-on-one fighting mode, and one of the taunts that one of the characters could throw at Darth Vader was, which one of those buttons calls for help? And it's like, unfortunately, for whatever reason, they didn't (laughs) want to steal the whole (laughs) joke, but the fact Uh... that they did that... Yeah, Uh,
2: that that clip also captures one of the I think the funniest things about Conan is he he knows he's a geek and a nerd, but sometimes he fancies himself cool. And he tries to he's he's quote unquote punching down on nerds. But but we all know he's not really punching down because he's Mm -hmm. he's a nerd. Right. And so that's partially what makes Clueless Gamer. He's
0: always invited like nerds of every stripe on his show. He is clearly nerdy in. Let's just give it up to someone who's been on TV for 40 years and not been Me too It's very rare. And yeah, <laughs> there, we, yeah. there we have Conan. That's true. I believe he was a very, like, pathetically single man. He You can watch a field piece where he accidentally met his wife. Just <laughs> <laughs> and Seriously, he met his wife on a field piece because he's just a worker. Uh, this might be too long a clip. This is the Conan stuff I've been getting into lately. Uh, the clips-wise. I love old Conan clips. Um, the He would have... He used to shoot his show in uh, 30 Rock, which has been popularized by Tina Fey's show, but it's been around since, like, the 1900s. And the an old ghost crooner would occasionally show up and sing him songs <laughs> from the 1930s. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I just wanted to play a few of those, because uh, my girlfriend and I hummed these all day.
6: I sure did. Wrote all my own songs, too. Of course, no one today would want to hear my silly old song.
4: We'd love to hear him. Wouldn't we like to hear his songs, folks? This is, a ghost comes by. From the 30s, you got to hear the
6: songs. Go ahead, yeah. Okay, folks, here's a little tune I wrote at the height of the Depression. Times were pretty tough, and I wrote this song for all the out-of-work hobos out there. (laughs) Oh, I've heard that lots of hobos live in caves. (laughs) And they're spreading across this land of ours in waves. They're riding on the rails, we should throw them all in jails Or round them up and make them all our slaves <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that, that,
4: wait a minute, that's,
0: that's horrible that's...
6: <laughs> So, let me get one more
0: of these out it, it follows a, There's like 30 minutes of this on YouTube a
4: horrible song You didn't care for the melody, eh, I, The melody was fine, it was actually kind of catchy But the lyrics, the lyrics are terrible,
6: they're insane Well, let's change the subject then well, that sounds nice. Okay, sure. All right, here you go. <laughs> oh, women shouldn't be allowed to talk. <laughs> we should seal their lips with strong adhesive caulk. <laughs> And if they try to write things down, we should drag them out of town and anesthetize their legs so they can't walk. Okay, okay, wait a minute!
0: <laughs> it always follows that formula. Something terrible, something for the ladies. And like, you got a fiery
2: Irish temper. And
0: then goes off on the Irish. Artie <laughs> but there, there's
2: that old school thing I was talking about. He's making Bing Crosby jokes. Yes. <laughs> like on,
0: on He's also open, sneaking like, the most inappropriate jokes ever on television. And getting away with it because it's a racist old. He eventually reveals he was murdered because of his songs. It's a great recurring sketch. And yeah. uh, also, last but not least, Conan is responsible for the greatest clip in the history of television.
4: I thought you were going to crack whore, but no. <laughs> but uh, what's the movie going to be called? Oh, uh,
0: uh, Courtney Thornsmith is on his show next to Norm MacDonald promoting a movie, chairman of the board with Carrot Top, and it doesn't have a name.
4: Really? I know what it's going to be called. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> if it's got Carrot Top in it, you know what a good name for it would be? What's that, Norm? Box Office Poison. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> 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 She's in
4: Courtney Thorne Smith, the girl sitting to your left, is in the movie.
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I had to get it all out. Um. I, I saw a clip
2: today of, of Norm heckling David Spade while he's giving a, a monologue on his TV show from a few years ago. It's him with all the yes, old it's really good weekend update. My does. favorite it's Kevin so awesome. Nealon
0: troll after every monologue joke. He's like, is that is that true?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he keeps saying it over these ridiculous. That, setups he really so said good. that he...
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna save you, but like I had another clip, but I'm just we're we're going long and this is meant to be short. <laughs> I encourage you to look it up on the internet. There's a if you don't know Conan, there's like a line in a Rick and Morty episode where shit keeps popping up out of the air and like short neck giraffe and Rick's like, What is this nineties Conan? Look up Ryan McCann, yeah. Conan, and when he quits the show after seventeen years, they list off his his characters. SM Lincoln, the guy who bowls whales, the guy with bulletproof legs, FedEx Pope. It's one of like the funniest montages of just images. And as a little kid with no internet, this was the only like irreverent, funny new thing on television every night. It just was. Like I, I've always like had I, I liked Letterman, but like he wasn't my guy. Conan was this really silly, let's come up with fake curse words party with mr t and abe Vigoda. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> make john tesh perform all of his nba themes on a keytar and a pen filled with turkeys like just weird weird funny silly shit like just a a, a silly guy and i've always respected conan for that but to get to our, our break and our point uh, he kept moving his talk show format around if you were watching him in in brendan if you've never you've I haven't really watched his show in the last 10 years either, but I've seen like him go to Italy or Korea. The president talks shit about Haiti, and he's like, fuck this. We're, um, I'm going to Haiti to visit Haiti because the president <laughs> sucks, and I have to counterbalance this somehow. That, he, like, and, and then he shortened his show to half an hour, but well before well before the rest of the world was playing games to, to the public, especially on basic cable, Conan arrived there. And I'll talk a little bit more about Clueless Gamer after the break. I just wanted to celebrate Conan after, like, almost 30 years on the dot of, like, just being enormously entertaining to me. And I, I really, really like the guy, and I hope, hope he remains on television.
3: Yeah. I really mm. appreciate the crash course. This guy sounds really interesting. Can't God damn it. <laughs> He's God amazing. Damn it. <laughs> you better know shit about E3, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: find out just how amazing right after this.
2: Chris. Matt. Come with me mm. on a journey of the mind. Imagine shaving with a sleek, well designed, and optimized trimmer that makes shaving time your favorite time in the bathroom. Mm. You too could be one of the first people to try the new lawnmower 4.0 and be blown away by the performance. The craftsmanship and details on the 4.0 are next level. We've talked about our trials and travails while trying to tame the hair down there. Let's just say that areas of the body were placed in peril that should never be put in such precarious positions. I've been manscaping for a very long time, oftentimes with painful results. I don't know why those other trimmer guys even call those things guards, because it certainly wasn't doing its job in guarding anything (laughs) the times that it resulted in injury.
0: Take my word for it. Manscaping has always been something I've been very much into, and no one made a product specifically for And I didn't think I could be happier with the previous Manscaper, but man, I cannot wait to try the Lawnmower 4.0.
2: Chris, Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. The fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. I now feel confident shaving my beautiful baby boys down under. This upgraded trimmer includes a multi-function on and off switch with a travel lock so that you don't run out of battery when you're on the go, it doesn't accidentally turn on there in your bag. Not that you would run out of battery, cause get this. The 4.0 features a new wireless charging system that uses Whoa. electromagnetic induction, Whoa. which can help your battery last longer. So longer charge, shorter hairs. Ah. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize your trim through additional guard lengths with sizes 1 through 4.
0: True, it's true, fellas. You got to figure out which one's right for you because if you're like me and have a hairy tummy or everywhere else, you can't just go shorn. Have it look like a brush fire occurred in the middle of your body.
2: Yeah, this isn't a one size fits all thing. I go a little bit longer in the chest region. Mm-hmm. I go with it's the Magnum, is what I call it, the Magnum PI look. But this also gives you the ability to turn the 4,000 K LED spotlight on or off when needed for a more precise shave. The other thing. I gotta mention it here. Fellas, if you've been using the same trimmer on your face that you do on your nuts, don't do that. You are doing it all wrong. No one wants to end up with pubes in their mouth. That's disgusting. It's time to get your own ball hair and body trimmer with Manscaped to make me time the best time and enhance your confidence with some nice, smooth baby boys. Mm-hmm. And right now, Chris, our listeners can get 20% off plus free shipping with the code LaserTime at manscaped.com. That's right. 20% off Free shipping with the code LaserTime at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping
0: at manscaped.com using promo code LAZERTIME. One word, baby. Unlock your confidence and
2: always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Your, your balls, balls will thank,
0: thank you. you. Folks, you know us here at the LaserTime Time Network. We consume a lot of content for quote-unquote research purposes. (laughs) From games to TV shows to movies, we're always online downloading something, streaming something, but there are times when it's nearly impossible to access a piece of content you want because it isn't available in the U.S. for whatever reason. Oh, those things like annoying licensing deals, geo-restricted servers, or platforms that are just not available in your location make it next to impossible to get your hands on the stuff you want. Hey, that's why we couldn't be happier that NordVPN is our sponsor today, and they provide an easy-to-use workaround for all these problems. With over 5,400 servers in 59 countries, they can always find a server to get us access to the games, shows, and movies we need to do our job. It could not be any simpler to use either. With their AutoConnect feature, you can instantly access the fastest VPN solutions out there across a variety of devices, including PC, Android, iOS, Mac, and even more. Hey, maybe even Android TV. Just open a map, click on a location, and you'll be connected in seconds. It is that easy. Okay. Is there a game or movie or TV show not available in your country? It's not a problem anymore. Just change your virtual location for access to a variety of international storefronts. You can even do this to access different streaming platforms that may not be available in your home country. Talking to you, Canada. You can find discounts on games, lower streaming subscriptions, and even take advantage of international sales and pricing. So how do you get on this? Easy. Go to NordVPN.com LaserTime LazerTime or use the coupon code LazerTime to get a two-year plan plus one additional month with a huge discount. And hey, they even have have a 30-day money-back guarantee, so you've got nothing to lose. Once again, go to NordVPN.com slash LazerTime to use the code LAZERTIME, one word, to get a two-year plan plus one additional month at a huge discount. Thank you, NordVPN.
1: And we're back to talk about what? Oh,
0: uh, uh, Conan O'Brien gaming moments, uh, because I do want to give he... He deserves some backwards praise for this, even though he clearly doesn't really didn't really want to do it, but... Clueless Gamer has been around for almost 10 years, and even I, you know, didn't follow it all the way through, got a little tired of it, but to this day, where do people, is there anything on basic cable where people play game, new games live? You you have some televised esports, and that's about it. You do not have anyone playing Skyrim for no reason on a channel that 60 million people in the country have. Uh,
2: maybe you will g4 is coming back baby i
0: hope so i know they're back online i don't know how that's going to work <laughs> I, I really know i'm not going to pay for it
2: so <laughs> <laughs> let see how that works it be the same thing it will not be the same thing
0: let's see how that works but a clueless gamer with co-host aaron blayard you know the guy with the gray hair uh it debuted in uh june 27th in 2012 and it just posted its last episode with jb Smoove on the game biometal which we talked about Biomutant. a couple weeks. BioMutant my bad. I had it written as BioMiddle. And despite having only about 50 episodes, Clueless Gamer has garnered over 200 million views and that's because I stopped counting on the Team Coco YouTube page that doesn't speak for where else the video is posted that it airs on television and special guests include Bill Hader, Peter Dinklage, Lena Headey, uh, Tony Hawk, Lil Wayne together, I might add, Camille Nanjiani, Billy Eichner and so very 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 much more. And again, I'm not. I'm a much bigger fan of most Conan's other work, but it's like uh, you remember when this started. It, every one of these went viral. Some of these videos have like 30 million views because like nobody in the mainstream was doing this yet, or even talking about playing games live. So
2: did he change the format ever? Because the ones I remember from early on were like yeah. the guy, the gray-haired co-host I guy will you talk get, about.
0: I we will get there. We will get there. Okay. I'm going to take you in a little history uh, by abusing. Michael's format, um, but I did want to get I did want to get um, one runner-up, a really good <laughs> clueless gamer episode is when he plays Mortal Kombat X with a uh, Marshawn Lynch and Rob Gonkowski. and uh, Marshawn Lynch has the greatest line in all of internet streaming ever. Guys, what's your video game
4: backgrounds? Have you played Marshawn? What about you? What do you like to play?
0: Mario Kart. What do
4: you like about Mario Kart? Toad.
2: <laughs> <Toad>. <laughs> I, I mean, if you know anything about Marshawn Lynch, he's very quotable wherever he is. And he is, he's the meme, you know, the meme where, where you just go, okay, and kind of your eyes get big and you look away. That's Marshawn Lynch. Like he is a, he's hilarious, ne- dude.
0: He has to know what he's talking about. No one has ever said they like Mario Kart. Reason one,
3: Toad. Toad's well, <laughs> fast as hell. Toad's fast as hell. <laughs> I, I, uh. I met Marshawn Lynch one time. Did you? Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. So I was working uh, for a publication I won't n- name because I don't want. Because it, 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 it reflects poorly on them. They went all out. They had <laughs> Marshawn Lynch. By
1: reflects poorly on them, do you mean that if you say their name in front of a mirror, they'll appear?
3: God, I hope not. <laughs> <I'm> uh sorry. sorry. <laughs> so they had Marshawn Lynch in as like the guest um, judge for the top cars of the year. Uh, for the car okay. section of this website, and they went all out. They brought, they had like tables full of Skittles and Hennessy and like barbecue and all this stuff. And Marshawn Lynch walked in with his like, you know, five dudes behind him. He walked right into our break room, gra- grabbed a lunchables and a, <laughs> and a and a bottle of water, sat down, didn't touch the rest of it. Uh,
5: right. He didn't.
3: He didn't touch the rest of it, and they offered it to him multiple times, and he was like, "No, nah, I'm good." It's it's. It's 1, 1, 8, 1 p.m. Man, leave me alone. Yeah, Give me he's, also, he's also
2: he's also a Bay a Area way. guy from the East Bay, I think, and does like wonders for the community. Like he's awesome. He's yeah, guy. he's
0: really guy. cool guy. I, really, I fun. didn't know who he was until watching eighty Conan Clueless Gamers today. Uh, but <laughs> no, shout also, out to, by the way, shout on out the to field, Adam field, at, Adam at and said this is his favorite Clu- Clueless Gamer, the Marshawn Lynch. But,
2: Robin. By the way, Marshawn Lynch, the dude, his, his phrase in the NFL was beast mode. Like, he coined that term like right. he would run dudes over. He is literally a beast on the field. Like, he puts hurt on people. It's awesome. Anyway. Um, and then, so, Gronkowski's okay, too, but he's just bro
0: Moving, Moving at, into our top five, and again, I don't care how definitive this is. I'm pretty much just doing this because Conan makes me laugh, and I want him I him to make you laugh one more time before he maybe doesn't do this again. Because Clueless Gamer is allegedly still going to go forward on television. On TBS, so maybe you will still continue to see new games streamed on television um, in a semi unsatisfying package without Conan. Oh, wait, so
2: so I it, Clueless Gamer staying on broadcast TV, whereas I mean, Conan's Con- going to Conan HBO signed a, a
0: pretty incredible deal with TBS to stay on the air. So like half the shows on the air are executive produced by him and his company. So yeah, oh, I think they're, but they okay. are going to make make a shot at Clueless Gamer um, on TBS as a regular thing, but he just won't be a part of it. And uh, I don't really know what the point is when you do that. Yeah, what is um, the point?
1: I mean, but you have uh, some other guy who's also clueless?
0: I mean, like, these videos have hundreds of millions of views, and there's another guy who's been doing it the whole time, so maybe everyone wants a little bit of Aaron. So,
2: We're going to get, like, a Loveline resurgence hosted by the masturbating bear. It'll be great. <laughs> the, uh,
1: the crazy thing to me about these segments is that they are all Paid like the game game companies like arrange oh. this. They pay for their stuff to be featured, and he usually savages them. He's yes. not kind.
0: I have a I have a quote from him uh, about that. I can confirm these are definitely paid, um, but I'll, I won't quote him all the way. But it, but basically, he said like, if you read between the lines, like his talk show format moving over to TBS wasn't doing very well. If you see the the, the uh, if you see the documentary, Conan O'Brien can't stop he started a live tour basically to keep his staff employed and took less money to go over to TBS. So like all of these staff just moved out to LA so he could be like, let go in six months. So he's trying to keep his staff involved and keep money coming in. And just this, he said the game thing, like, I don't know why, but apparently they want me to play and shit on their game. And his quote is like, it's a perfect eat. Have your cake and eat it too. It's like if I was doing these things for Ford, I'd be saying, the new Ford Explorer blows. I wouldn't buy it if I were you. And they'd say, (laughs) thank you, Conan. Here's a check that'll pay for more weird sketches involving a moose in your audience. (laughs) Thank you, Heartless (laughs) Company. (laughs) And uh, Yeah, the the Clueless Gamer segment is something that they had to do to adapt. This one I'm giving top five just because it's the first. And I think it's, funny to go back and look at the first because it's not only a terrible possibly paid for game it's sponsored by AT&T and Nokia and a bad phone <laughs> oh my and it's a uh, yeah, you know, it's just the worst game you can think of to lead off uh, a segment that's run almost 10 years number five
4: hey it's clueless gamer with Conan O'Brien and today we're talking about Michael Phelps push the limit I don't know much about video games in fact I'll be honest I know nothing but the joy of this experience is that I will ask the questions that a complete novice would ask, which in its own way will be a kind of beautiful truth.
0: <laughs> what, an, what an earnest appeal. Uh, I dig it. And it is, yes, a Kinect game I have never heard of, despite like wow. having been tasked. I always thought it'd be funny. Like, yeah, if we're doing video, I'll preview every Kinect game. Um, and I've never heard of Michael Phelps' Push the Limit.
1: I vaguely remember seeing this box art, but I know nothing about it. You said that, I just assumed it was a mobile game. It's,
0: it's, and the the, the show is in its infancy, so you can see, like, you know, Conan's bringing in money for his staff, keeping his staff employed at a much smaller network. Uh, He's not shitting on things an awful lot, but I love that at its core, it's still a Kinect game. So what does that mean? (gasps) It does not work. (laughs) It doesn't work at all. And you're supposed to, like, dive off of a platform and, You can pick Michael Phelps or all these other creative characters, but Michael Phelps is like the Bo Jackson of this awful fucking...
1: Pretend oh, it's, it's to like, swim games. It's, like it's like Tony Hawk. It's like, I can be Tony Hawk or a bunch of people I've never yes. heard of if I don't yes. follow Prince Well, at least skating. in the
2: Tony Hawk games, they know the other guys were good and had specialties. Yeah, man. It's Chad more Musk like...
0: That rail skill. You got to be Musco.
2: Right. No, there, there was like, Rodney Mullen was your street skater, man. Yeah, you gotta yeah. you know, come on. Come on. It's more like the Tiger Woods games. Why choose any golfer except this Tiger is Woods?
0: Like they, they probably, it's like a four minute piece and they probably would have slowed down to talk about how shitty it is. Because you can just hear how frustrated they are trying to
2: spring off of a platform and swim into a pool. I was going to say, I was imagining the filming light setup would have also made Kinect just not work at all. My my only
0: Jerry Maguire moment when I was working in the games press was like breaking down in an E3 with Kinect. Because, like, none of this is working and I'm being filmed. What is going on? The Microsoft guy's like, actually, uh, it doesn't respond well if there's cameras pointed at the Kinect camera uh, yeah. and it doesn't respond well. And, like, there are cameras it's pointed shy. through the bubble. You have people filming me through this bubble, like, against my will. All these games suck and are broken. And I just wrote, like, why how do they expect us to preview things that don't work? And we shouldn't have to do this. And I just, I remember I got emails from all over the country from our fellow staff members like thank you for finally saying
2: this we shouldn't have to fucking preview these games anymore they're so awful i i feel like a lot of a lot of connect previews went the way i think this clueless gamer is going to go which is like yeah when it works it's great but it doesn't work but they're nice the about
4: it how does that sound mm. whatever we're going to oh don't do this son of a you look so stupid go Go dive I went Arms too high Ugh Ugh What happened? (laughs) Terrible start I didn't do anything wrong Yes Too high Too fast fast. Too fast There's no such thing as swimming too fast (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that the point of being in the Olympics? I don't know What coach yells at an Olympic player you're swimming too fast? Reach now Too late Stop! Too late.
0: has <laughs> a swimming too fast prompt. Um, wow. <laughs> wouldn't want to do that in the fucking Olympics. And something I think no. Clueless Gamer got rid of, a score. What
4: do you think? Oh, yeah. If you're playing oh, yeah. the game, try and be Phelps. Yep. If you can't be Phelps, be yep. a dude. If you're a woman, you might as well not play. Out of 44 stars, yes. 35 <laughs> being great, 11 being not so good, two being really good, one being horrible, I'd give this about a 15 and a half. It's a complicated scale, and I know we're going to get complaints about it, but I honestly believe it's the best system.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's the first ever uh, Conan O'Brien Clueless Gamer. And did you notice something weird in that
2: segment? Well, I I noticed that he talked about review scores like Games Journal. Like, I feel like someone wrote that joke for him, for a guy who knows nothing about video games. He's explaining the review scale. Probably
0: the case. But also, there's no laugh track. Because it's not mm. being used as part of the show. It's an internet exclusive. And I will get to that in just um, one moment. I want to see if you... Can you guess the number four game uh, on this list just from this clip? Number four. Number four.
4: Wait, look. Mario is applauding sarcastically. <laughs>
5: <laughs> you know what
4: I'm going to do? I'm going to be the villager because he looks like one of those puppets in a horror movie that comes to life and murders everyone look at his eyes Those are the eyes he's enraged because a mad scientist puts spoons on his hands <laughs> <laughs> is
2: this uh, a Mario Party breakdown no that's a, a Smash Brothers Smash Bros. Yeah, oh Smash, okay. Smash
0: Brothers I don't have my ding sound <laughs> um, so <laughs> that's all you can get This playing Smash Brothers and it is uh, to be fair I think Nintendo gave Smash out to press really early like I don't think I can't remember the last time we had a game over a month early that it, and it didn't even have box art. Um, so a ton of people had Smash early, but mm. it's one of the things I like us all to remember as gamers that uh, we're insular and we uh, Smash is wonderful. And every time someone new comes, we're all cheers and jeers because like it's all very important. But like, show this person to someone who hasn't gamed in a while, and it's seventy people you don't recognize at all. <laughs> and that is that is the funny thing about watching. Conan try and play this because he has a shorthand for Mario, and that is kind of it. Like He doesn't know anything about any of these other characters, and just a lot of the the funny stuff about Clueless Gamer is visual, so obviously I tailored the clips to something that is a little more um, audio-based, but hearing Conan confused over things Smash players will easily understand, but you have to admit, is unapproachable to a 50-year-old man. (laughs) Oh, look. What is that? I don't even know. Look at all these things. Oh, yeah, What's a that?
4: Chopper. That's a, What's nice a chopper. Chomp chain.
0: Just
2: walk towards the other people and just hit A.
4: Hey, Why should do I? Why should I do anything? <laughs> Nothing seems to matter. Oh, you've got a big flower. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, flower, flower I- is a good weapon. <laughs> <Head> bang. Do <laughs> it in a street fight. Grab a flower.
7: We're <laughs> On Persian rugs? Yes. Why yeah. are we on
4: Persian rugs? Now we're on. Is that a strip of bacon? Now we're at a putty green. Why are we on a putty green? What's this purple thing that looks like a ghost that just disappeared? What is this thing? Now I'm just kidding
0: the <laughs> like smash brothers is i think it took me like two games to like accept the chaos that was happening in smash and the idea of throwing a very funny improvisationalist into smash entertains me to no end but um here's where conan makes fun of nerds but also shows he's a fucking president's nerd <laughs> I don't <laughs> know. Maybe, nerd. maybe Michael is a president's nerd. I know, you know, he, like he just talks about how much history stuff he comedy oh, nerd and I history. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, so like he's just he's. I understand now. As as I am in my forties and I see younger people trying to tell me about newer games. If you were to explain to me the powers of Marth and Greninja, even now, and I know who they are, I would want to strangle you. And it'd be, it'd be obnoxious to hear. Possibly with <laughs> Greninja's tongue. Yes.
2: I, I think, yeah, Conan always does a great job of pointing out, like, the gaming shorthand and tropes that we all take for granted. but yeah. it's, like, on its surface. You're like, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, what?
0: I, I do think if this, if, if, if he, went, he was like this today, like, people would take more issue with it. But it was just funny to hear, like, a mainstream celebrity talking about our favorite game characters in any way. And uh, but I do love how, where this eventually goes with Smash Brothers. Uh, Aaron is obviously knows every character in Smash. This is the Wii U version, by the way, so there's not quite seventy people yet. This
3: is Greninja.
4: Come on, now that's a scar. So it's these also... are all from different games. Yes, yes. it spans the, the world of Nintendo. So do yes. you know about all these games? Yes. So you have you've got no life. You've put in all of your eggs into this basket. <laughs> Quick! Who was our second president? Uh, Who was our second president after uh,
7: Washington? uh, Benjamin Franklin. He was a. (laughs) No! Benjamin Franklin.
4: Uh, No,
3: no, no! It was.
4: you
5: know
4: all this yeah. shit! You know, you so no,
3: no, 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 It was. Uh, quick, what's his name?
4: Uh, I mean, he's a villager from Animal Crossing. And who's that? Uh, that's uh, from Fire Emblem, that's Mark. Okay, America just lost. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, they bring in other people for four player play, and all he can do is quiz them on precedence, as so
2: they all know that. Yeah. It's John Adams. Yeah.
1: The answer is John
0: Adams.
2: So, yeah, thank you. Thank you.
4: Yes, you're um, fired tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. Who was our second president? Father's second president? No! In my defense, he almost said Abraham Lincoln. Did he? Is that what you almost said? Yes, you I, I heard, heard you it. almost I, say it. said, check the tape. I heard you almost Check on. the tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's those little things that, like, I, 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 I've done remotes before, and I, I kind of patterned them after Conan, but I think it'd be a lot more comfortable streaming if we could do it and edit it and r- roll back the tape and make fun of people more oh did I love doing it with Dave when he was playing and I just mock him mercilessly but uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, moving on to the next one so I'm trying to make this fast and I don't think I'm doing a good job number three number three um, let's see if you can get it
4: let's get some soup <laughs> so I think it's time to fight zombies
0: yeah what do, how do, do I do that? Okay, this is super cool because uh, this is a demo that has uh,
4: never been seen on the internet before, and that no so- one on the internet has seen this yet. Uh, the irony being, I'm the first to play this, uh, yet I'm the least qualified. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, and I really don't care. <laughs> so we enrage you. Well,
1: I do, I do know what this is. Do you? I just watched it. It's Resident Evil 6.
0: It is Resident <laughs> Evil 6. <so>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. It's
0: you! <laughs> okay, we're going to start the game now. What happens first? It's just going to give us a little bit of backstory. A little bit of
7: backstory. Here we go. Is that me? Yeah, that's you. I'm hot. So basically what happened is the president of the United States going to uh, blow the lid off of the whole government cover-up that the Umbrella
3: Corporation created zombies. And then he got turned into a zombie. So the president is a zombie? Yeah, he's a zombie.
4: How many people in the country are zombies? That will determine whether he's reelected. elected <laughs>
0: That's the kind of stupid shit. I like him saying, "I yeah, I I, I picked this one semi-selfishly because uh, yeah, I had a personal experience with it via other. I was working at Capcom oh. at the time.
5: Oh, okay. Um,
0: and I, yeah, I wanted to even ask you guys about the, uh about this, but it was an. It's it, this is Brett's story because this it, Brett was Brett. This is Brett's story. <laughs> he was there, I wasn't. Brett was Brett's brand was Resident Evil. I did not work on Resident Evil, nor do I like it. Um, but I really wanted to, I I, I I can't believe I didn't fight more to go down to Conan because, you know, if you work at a game company, you can't let loose a ROM. You're not just going to send someone a ROM uh, on, on a console without someone to teach someone how to play it and load it up. And so Brett is down there for Clueless Gamer, and they go into the studio, Aaron and Conan come in, and everyone's like, what's that fucking smell? And... Like I don't know, and like and, I, and Brett tells the story better, but like everyone's kind of looking at everybody else. Like, did you bring that smell? Long story short, I think it cuts to a possum or a raccoon has died within the air conditioning. <laughs> oh
2: no! <laughs> and, oh no! And, and Conan, and
0: as Our much mascots. as I was if I was there, I would have been like. I don't care, Conan, let's just do this anyway. And Conan just like, I'm not doing this. I'm not sitting in here for a two-hour playthrough of a game if it smells like a dead animal.
1: I am a fucking network TV big shot. Yeah. I am not doing
0: this shit. Again, it's Brett's story. He flew out to L.A., met Conan, was told, we're not doing this, flew back, nothing happened. Oh, later on, later on uh, someone else had to... Uh, like like a week later, like one of our other representatives flew out and uh, that went on the air. But it, it was important to me because I was so excited about it. And because uh, I, I love Conan. And in the first segment, you know, you didn't hear any laugh track? Mm-hmm. This is the sixth Clueless Gamer, I think, the fifth or sixth. And they just email us, like, hey, we think it's funny. We're going to put it on the air. And, like, what do you, what? So this is the beginning of Clueless Gamer becoming a part of the actual show. Um, it happened first with Reddit's Evil 6.
6: Mm-hmm. And.
0: We were like out of our minds, excited because I, I don't know what kind of money exchanged hands or if it exchanged hands. I just imagine they were excited to play a new Resident Evil game. Um, but all of a sudden, we're like we're on television for eight minutes. Uh, holy shit! And yeah. but uh, it wasn't it wasn't all that great because like uh, Conan kind of spent most of the time mocking the game. Um, it's very visual, but in the middle of this clip, I think Michael saw it. He just becomes fascinated with being able to give everyone a thumbs up. Um, (laughs) Leon, it looks so fucking stupid and then gives a final verdict of this okay we've
4: played for a while and here are my thoughts on Resident Evil 6 great graphics Uh, first time I've ever killed anything in a game that was exciting not since Pong have I dominated like this backstory way too complicated and zombie genre should be simple Okay, see zombie, kill zombie I don't like them turning into pasta and then turning into shellfish shrimp. and It's confusing. And it made me hungry.
0: (laughs) Um, But like, and and you guys work on, have worked on every side of the games industry now. And like, we had not an argument, but like, it was crazy for us that we went out there to like, what we thought was a YouTube segment that would go on to become like on television, have a laugh track that, Coolest Gamer never had a laugh track before that. And everyone's kind of like high-fiving. I'm working overtime just to like boost this as far as I can because I'm so, again, not a Resident Evil fan, not really working that much in the game. Uh, I'm just so excited. And some eventually the conversation goes like, I don't think this is good for the game. Like all this dude did was shit on the story, shit on the mechanics, shit on the controls. <laughs> and, and I just wanted to talk to, well, maybe even like Matt with that kind of experience, like a uh, And he's like, I just don't think that's good for the game. Because, like, like given how much... But remember, at the time, like, Conan is leading this conversation. This isn't going to streamers early. This is going to him first. People are seeing this game first with him shitting on it. And he's like, I think that's... This is not the best
2: (laughs) foot forward to lead with. So, it Mm -hmm. depends on the game.
1: I would imagine that the idea that a celebrity is playing our game on TV for eight minutes in front of an audience of millions
0: supersedes all (laughs) yeah
1: it outweighs any other considerations doesn't matter however much you paid or loves it
0: however much you paid for this doesn't compare to how much you paid for the 30 second spot on espn where most games are advertised
1: also it is it is genuine it comes off as genuine as opposed to like just pandering like oh i was paid to like this game like no (laughs) this is much better
2: I'll 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 try to do a quick mini marketing segue and explain why it Please. I hate to give the answer, it depends on the game. But here's why truly I'm I don't subscribe to that whole thing of like all press is no go, bad publicity. You know, yeah, there's no bad publicity. Like I don't necessarily like no, there are some stuff like that's bad for you, right? But it like a, depends... like a Balin so like,
0: Wonderland demo.
2: <laughs> so yeah. if you have a video game that has like a very core hardcore gamer target that may be not watching Conan it's like okay you can maybe reach those folks through some of the virality of like the clip sharing and stuff like that like it might be the whole win scenario for conan is he's more of a mass audience than your typical like gaming yeah. audience right like the people you're going to get advertising on your what you know what you'd call an endemic gaming site the for the industry, like IGN or something like that, right? It's, it's like theoretically a win, but if you have a very core game, that's not really going to do much for your game in the long run, right? Like a, like a super hardcore zombie horror game or something, which resident evil six still mass enough where it's probably fine. So, so there's like trade-offs, right? It's like, well, okay. I don't think it's bad that he's making fun of the game because he's a clueless gamer. It'd be one thing if he was a hardcore dedicated player that like people valued their gaming opinion and he was shitting on the game Mm that's probably bad, right? And but when I, it's a guy where is, the whole premise of the show is this dude knows nothing about video games and is going to clown on them, then that's harmless, this is 20, right? So, this is
0: 2012. He's promoting a demo, not even the game. Like So, that so the kind of,
2: like, the, the pros and cons thing I just did for you is probably what you would do if you were trying to see if you wanted to pay for one of these segments. Like, mm. that would be the thing where you're like, look, how much value do we truly think this has for our game versus... How much will it cost? Because, yeah, being on network television or even TBS, that's, no, like Chris it's, said, it's, you're still just in an millions, advertisement form, that's very expensive now Millions of people to see have,
0: that. Your favorite I, streamer, in the, the best streamer in the world is lucky to get, like, a million views on their video. Like What I've
2: always wondered is, I've heard these, like, like Chris mentioned, like, yeah, we I've never done one, by the way, but I've just heard, mm-hmm. the, you know, look through the grapevine, like, oh, yeah, these things are sponsored content and they're very expensive for that. And I've always wondered, like... I wonder how much Clueless Gamers costs compared to any other branded content Conan is doing that's not game related. You know, like I wonder if it's if, he, it costs does, more, if it does costs more. He does do that. Like
0: when he didn't just visit Taco Bell because he thought it would be funny,
2: right? Taco right. Yeah, and, Taco but, Bell had but him. Yeah, visit I mean, him. I, I've heard it's it's not cheap. What have you, have you guys heard anything about that?
0: I thought I di- I, I did. I just don't remember. But like, uh, and I probably shouldn't wouldn't shouldn't say even if I remembered. But but like. Yeah, I don't know because I've never even been paid to stream a game. We've only been provided with copy, um, but yeah, that that how high does that normally get? What's the highest you heard of anybody being able paid paid to stream something? I don't know. Yeah, I, I could only it's... imagine like five figures.
2: So so there's a lot of value in terms of eyeballs, but it's it's that whole marketers like the trade off of, well, but are, am I reaching enough valuable eyeballs? Like the people that actually have a chance of buying my thing. That's. That's really what you care about, but you
0: know this is early on in Clueless Gamer, and like it becomes incredibly popular. I'm I'm gonna date myself, Brendan. Don't say it, Brendan. But it was number Brandon. one,
3: top a dig, top a dig, baby. Oh,
0: top a
2: dig, yeah. Brendan. Ask your mom what dig
3: was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> th- I, th- those are multiple references that I don't understand. <laughs> top a
1: of, of dig is my favorite Pokemon.
3: I know he does, <laughs> but but also like like Reddit. It was a
0: Reddit darling because Conan was too, and like the like. If you seriously look at this, like all a lot of these have like tens of millions of views, and they're like mm-hmm. three minutes long. It's insane. And uh, which brings us to like this is. I feel bad, but this is undeniably the funniest one. Uh, be, and, and just because of, you know Conan's going away, I wanted to celebrate two. Mario Kart Eight, which he does with Zac Efron and Seth Rogen to promote the movie Neighbors. <laughs> 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 I, can't. God. I, I love whoever, well. whoever mics that guy is wonderful. Like just uh, it, that must be a special task to mic Seth Rogan uh when he's <laughs> improvising. But uh they, they shot it they shot this clueless gamer and they would do this occasionally. They shot it in the house that Neighbors was filmed in, and they tried to theme it with frat stuff. They got oh a, a keg of green tea, because Conan's not having wheat this month, and <laughs> they, had, they had beer pong, and they introduced new stakes to what they're doing with Mario Kart 8. Because I think it's, it's out. It's been out like a year at this point, but uh, obviously Conan doesn't care either way. Mario Kart. This
4: is Mario Kart version 8, is that right? I don't know. We were thinking maybe we should
0: have, like stakes to it.
1: Like, Stakes uh, to the game Like if the lose, Like something happens if you lose Like yeah. a college thing like, like people draw shit on each other's faces Like dicks <laughs> Okay hold
4: on So if I lost You would draw a dick on my face Okay Are you guys proficient at drawing uh, I might have to trace Zach's <laughs> so That would be Zach's penis would be up against my face For the third time this
0: week <laughs> 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 And that's uh, because they they begin as uh, internet segments. They're a little bodier. <laughs> so what's really funny is that, um, well, Conan keeps losing, <laughs> and I think I, I've never I would never push this on you, but I think I know what the image for Video Apocalypse this week should be. That's Conan's face at the end of this because he keeps on losing, and Seth Rogen and uh, Zach Efron continue to draw dicks on his face. Nice you know i went to college
1: i didn't and, and i'm I drawing go. a dick on and your face okay that's this is great oh you should draw like a teardrop dick like he killed a dick in prison
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is conan laughing harder than anyone while having dicks drawn on his face <laughs> by a disney channel star Um, And what's great is that they had to clear what kind of dicks you can draw by standards and practices. (laughs) So you do not have too much definition or hair or urethra or trick or ejaculate, but as long as it looks like a vague Google Maps archipelago um, (laughs) that's shaped like a dick. One vein per dick only. They literally have a diagram that Standardism Practices brings out to show what kind of dick is okay to draw on Conan (laughs) O'Brien's face. Seriously, suck it, Letterman. Conan O'Brien has dicks drawn in his face.
4: (laughs) Okay, guys, we just got some disconcerting news. This is from our standards department at Turner. The outline of a penis can be shown but should not be overly graphic or detailed. We cannot show depictions of the penis urinating or ejaculating. That may be... That
3: could be our,
4: uh, where where they got us. What if their music notes Zach may have cracked this.
5: He is now going to convert, what could be
4: confused for... Ejaculate. Thank you for the medical term. Uh, Into musical notes, so that now these are penises that are singing.
1: (laughs) I was going to say, what if they're ejaculating smaller penises?
2: Right! Uh, Keep in mind, we're talking about things drawn on his face at the time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I I, 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 I miss Conan's last... Line of the previous one, hold on. You know what's nice? I'm going
4: straight from this to lunch with my in-laws. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, uh, I don't know, perfect fucking Conan. Um, there's a ton of honorable mentions. Skyrim one is great. Yeah, um, that's one I remember seeing. Yeah, the Skyrim one is amazing. Uh, uh, Witcher is amazing. Injustice. And he makes his own character in WWE 2K14, kicks the shit out of Rock in a flaming ropes match. Nice, but that is not the number one, according to me. Let's see, Owen, oh, what is what? What's your the number one clueless gamer game? Oh, it's the Final Fantasy 15. I don't have a good intro clip. <laughs> My bad, Final Fantasy 15. And I, I again, I always bring it back to it, it's an anecdote I vaguely remember telling on one of the video game shows. My ex-girlfriend is like, um, we got in a fight, I remember, when Final Fantasy 13 came out. that And I was like, this is important to me. This is like the first Final Fantasy game in, like, how many years? Like, there have been 10 and 11 and 12, but I skipped 11 because it was an MMO. I skipped 12 because it was on a previous system. 13, so it felt like 10 years. And uh, and she's like, I have yeah, Chelsea Handler tickets that. that were given to me. I'm like, that doesn't matter to me. This is so important. We got in a huge fight. I went to Chelsea Handler, had a fine time, didn't play the first night. But then Final Fantasy XIII 2 came out, and she's like, I want to learn a little bit why this is so important to you. I'm like, cool, there's there's some cutscenes. Final Fantasy games take a while to get started. And I remember 10 minutes into Final Fantasy XIII 2, she's like, is this what all video games are like? I'm like, no, but yes. Uh, this is, like, I, I am bringing down a god amongst a series of menus. It is totally impenetrable to the average person. And she was like, scared to look at video games again because of Final Fantasy. So I... This is a tough one for Conan and special guest.
2: I mean, I, I played a Final Fantasy game this week and had the same response. So Which just one? saying,
0: like, it's... Well, we'll talk about it in new releases. It's oh, that new okay. demo. Uh, but, but Final Fantasy games are a notoriously slow start. and But 15, I love. 15, I think, is great in a very quick start uh, compared to the games uh, previously. And it's very pretty... But that doesn't matter if you don't play games, so Elijah Wood and Conan just kind of keep breaking down.
4: You know what this is? This is like Middle Earth
0: Entourage. <laughs>
4: Isn't it? It is. it is. They're like walking along, and here comes their agent. <laughs> Remember, good luck with your Japanese nightclub. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that wasn't the Elijah clip I mentioned. Elijah Wood, who I'd say broke through, appearing in front of an arcade cabinet in which movie, Chris? Back to the Future 2. That's right, baby. <laughs> playing Hogan's not heroes, but Alley. Hogan's, Hogan's Alley. I almost
0: yeah. said Hogan's Heroes. To date myself further in front of Brent P and B's Brendan. Wait, uh, was it Hogan's Alley or was it Wild Gunman? Oh, you fucking asshole! It is Wy- Wild Gunman. <laughs> it's Wild Gunman. What did he play with his hands like a baby's game? But Elijah Wood. Exactly. Elijah Wood is dope geek cred, by the way. Like Red Lord of the Rings. Like every time oh, I've yeah. seen him, he's like recommending stuff that I already like or go on to like. He makes great choices. Uh, uh, come to Daddy is an Elijah Wood movie I just saw. If you like Elijah Wood and fucked up horror movies, don't look it up. Just watch it. It's ridiculous. Uh, love Elijah Wood, but if you do, you guys remember playing the Final Fantasy 15 demo? In which yeah. one? There were there were a couple, yeah. weren't there? There were two. Yeah. I remember. It, this is the big one, and I had no problem with it. But watching Conan is mugging at the camera and fucking clearly miserable. In Just, I don't remember this being a problem for me
4: Wait, fancy car broke down?
0: Right right trigger, trigger push the
4: car Okay.
3: What is this?
4: We just were sent on a magical journey And we're pushing a car to Las Vegas? Wait, is this really happening? Are we literally pushing a car through a desert? Why is this a game? I,
0: I don't know It's really tough so like and this is the yeah. fastest Final Fantasy has ever started. <laughs> and yeah, I, I want to talk see, about
1: slow starts. Yes, you are pushing, and this reminded me that you are pushing a car at the start of the game, and and it is like this this unique moment of like camaraderie. Hey, you get to see all these guys pull together and push this car. But it's is, still, isn't it's, it also
2: synchronized to like stand by me, yes. covered by Florence yes. and the Machine? <laughs> like, yeah. I just want Conan to respond to that.
0: Yes, and, and then like. I think they jump ahead and, like, we'll jump ahead to the good part. And the good part at that point was, remember, they licensed, like, a Versace dress that you go to in fake Venice? And he's like, why is this important? What are we doing? Are we really walking around to go look at a dress? Can I wear it? No. Can I buy it? No. Just going to go look at a dress we licensed.
1: But one of the characters says, uh, "Oh, is is it that wedding dress we read about in the paper?" It's like, "Oh yeah, that's what guys do—they read about wedding
5: dresses in the paper."
2: (laughs) Fifteen had such weird like product placement stuff. Like, did you guys ever hear that like that cup noodle integration was not paid? It was just like something they they no, it was an actual commercial
0: in Japan. Uh, The the Coleman one is the weirdest thing because my dad still rocks his camping Coleman and just the weirdest sponsorship but if you play that sick. you played that demo for a Final Fantasy fan you get to hear music battle music uh, meet new characters introduce all these new mechanics but then you do meet a monster that you can't fight and uh, Conan jokes around a lot I'm sure he's a nice guy but he like grabs the clueless gamer uh, <laughs> Aaron by the collar and starts just throttling him
4: <laughs> was that it that was the battle or did something happen that's it
3: I don't when you actually feel a sense of accomplishment. That was just to to suss him out, and then when you actually battle him, it takes three real days. What's the point Wait, of all this? It seriously
4: it takes, takes three, three it takes real days. It, it takes
3: seventy two real time hours to to beat him, what? like this in a row. Is,
4: why would someone play this? Why would someone play this game? And then if you die, then you. I don't. say no, <laughs> no. Last time I beat on a worm for seventy two hours, <laughs> I was in college. <laughs>
2: Is that are they talking about that giant turtle boss that you yes. can fight but literally yeah yeah. Yes. So,
1: so I looked that up and I was like, Okay, does this actually take seventy two hours? I did I'm sure you looked it up too, or did you?
0: No, no, I've, I've, I I, I, I would imagine in game seventy two hours. Yeah. It, yeah. It,
1: it was originally like apparently one of the game's designers had said it would take fifteen real time hours mm-hmm. and then like uh I think it was Kotaku, somebody else I was reading and it's like, yeah, it's you're supposed to be like level ninety nine, it's like a post end game boss. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh somebody did it at level sixty nine, put it on YouTube, they did well, it in about an hour. Nice. nice. So So well, it's it it can be done much quicker than that. But I
0: Yeah. It, yeah. yeah, this whole video is like I, I'm looking at one of our nicer bosses being very mad. That's the whole the whole vibe I get from this video because he's just very clearly turning the camera. We have been playing now longer than I've played any game for Clueless Gamer. (laughs) we've been playing for a
4: really long time. It's true. This is the longest we've ever played a game and we I'm so I don't honored. even know I don't know what we achieved. I don't know what we were
0: trying to achieve and I have no sense of satisfaction. But this always brings me back to the argument brought up in our office like is this good for our game? <laughs> is this good for our game? It's major exposure but like Final Fantasy hasn't been around in a while. Like, uh, in terms of a single player game, it's, what was 2013?
2: thirteen? Twenty uh, 15, I right think it's or 2016. For Final yeah. Fantasy fifteen, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, like 15 what, was no, not 15. When no, no. Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. It not came 15 out? 15. It was it was 2016. About
0: 2013. Yeah. 2013 came out in uh, oh, th- thirteen. Anyway. Anyway.
4: Uh,
2: Final oh, oh, Final Fantasy, Fantasy. The worst Fantasy 13. endorsement You can
0: I'm imagine, comes out of his <laughs> mouth
4: a guy and a girl sitting on a bed in a motel chatting yeah. nothing happening this whole thing is it's like holding
0: the epic, box in his hand
4: blue balls waste of time so if that's your thing final fantasy 15 comes out november 29th on stocks one and ps4 Start it now. The people who made the game are outside, and I didn't realize they're watching this in real time. They're actually watching me now, complain viciously about the game, and they're right behind that door. Right and here's the beauty: the only, only the, <laughs> the, yeah. the only way out of the room is through that door. Yeah. The only way back to our lives is through that door. And we ha- and they're still watching. And we have to face this. We have to <laughs> face <laughs> them. This, what's happening now, is more thrilling than anything that happened <laughs> in the <a specific laughs> game. Everyone out of the way. Let's go outside and meet them. Hello? You've been working on oh, this game for seven months? So you helped build this, right? What's the f- purpose? <laughs> You're a murderer! A mass murderer of people's time! <laughs> Babies will not be born because of you!
0: <laughs> joyous, joyous. And um, and again, I love Final Fantasy XV. I think it's fantastic. But, uh, but it's I, I also love hearing an audience like that respond to a game. I don't know what else is there. A- tell me if there's an alternative people. I know COVID probably put down most live studio audiences for a while, but is there a live studio audience for gameplay that I could sort of probably get behind where I can see Brendan thinking he's our only, he's our big
3: key. The youngest person here. Tell us, Brendan. <laughs> Sorry. I uh, got a little bit of a lag there. Live studio audience <laughs> for gaming. Um, I mean, maybe you could put some people behind you in a Twitch stream. It's true.
0: It, or Awesome Games Done Quick is, is great for that. Like, yeah. applause and yeah,
2: laughter.
3: Actually, that's a, that's now a that I think about it, I idea, could yeah.
2: swear some Sketchfest shows have been dudes yeah. riffing as as they for sure. play video for sure. games. Like, that has to be a thing. But I'm game. saying this
0: is a regular thing on television that is now going away. <laughs> And hopefully being replaced with something, I guess. But again, I'm not the audience for this. Because you just verped it in, it's going away. Because Chris just I, inhaled. Going away because I tried to chug whiskey in between uh, that last pontification. Right, sure. Um, but but <laughs> let me let me hand over this shit because I this was supposed to be short and I fucked up. Brendan, 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 it's fine. Brendan, Brendan. It's okay. Brendan. I fucked up, Brendan. <laughs> Brendan. Uh, I fucked up. No, that's... Brendan, don't this grow up like... No, you, Michael! We're right around he the say, yeah, well, right, Michael said, all the top fives need to be an hour. I'm like, this'll be ten minutes. We'll laugh at some Conan and we'll go away. Um, and, uh, I fucked <laughs> up. Stop <laughs> it! Don't laugh! I'm bad at this. Um, but yeah, Michael, take, take me out of this. I don't know what to do. All um,
1: right. Well, thank you for listening to, uh, that actually really funny countdown of, uh... Conan, uh, Conan uh,
0: what, one of our greatest, greatest game. um entertainers whether you liked him or not is is going away and yeah. it's, it's, it's worth celebrating I, I meant to do a laser time thing but um tony suggested it and i i couldn't get it together and um yeah like even i haven't watched been that caught up in the last 10 years of conan but he was really important to me like in the over-the-air days pre-internet pre-cable you have a mm-hmm. antenna television in your room and it's twelve thirty, and you can't masturbate another second Conan,
1: maybe you, can. Conan.
0: Conan was there. Yeah, I couldn't
2: <laughs> look. He's he's going the way of like Howard Stern, which is better than you know. Old celebrities used to go to Vegas right. and and have like careers no one heard of, and now they just go to subscription. Yes, he's, you know, and he's going to have a, services, ver- a so variety
0: show on HBO Max, which means Conan will be some in some way heading up uh, SNL uncensored, and I think that's great. Oh. Uh, I, I think that's great. It, it has a really good good prospect, but then like. All, with
2: your co-host, your co-host Janelle my jeans. favorite things Please on HBO Max
0: no one cares about. No one's talking about that yeah. damn Michael Che. It's a great show. <laughs> but uh yeah, no one talks about it.
1: All right. Well, that's been our top 5. We hope you enjoyed we actually, it. Uh, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, I promise we will talk about some E3 news, some new releases, there's a bunch of new releases to talk about, a whole bunch of other stuff. So,
5: hold on to your butts. Darling, darling stay. Stand by me, oh stand by me, oh stand up. Stand by, stand by.
0: Let's get scratching. Do you like Vidya Game Apocalypse and 302010? Well, the Laser Time Patreon has figured out a way to combine the two over at patreon.com lasertime. We've taken a month's worth of 302010's games from 30, 20, and 10 years ago and grabbed the hosts Michael Raparas and Matthew Allen from Vidya Game Apocalypse. And with our combined three decades plus in the games industry, we found a great way to take a deep dive into the biggest gaming anniversaries of the month. Here's a recent sample. I think we're all vaxxed, right? I, I got like, my sister came in my house. Gross. Grow up! She <laughs> walked She walked in my house and like, that's the first time that's happened in over a year. But yeah, like uh, having been around my family with no mask inside, like that's the first time any of that shit's happened in a year. And, and and I was talking to someone about it. Oh yeah, like I'm looking at some of my friends like, yeah, they're just doing stuff again. And I still, I still don't know how to do that yet. I wonder if there's a part of me that kind of enjoyed all the indoor time and the video game time. I just I haven't pushed myself to go out and be social yet. Have any of you? No, I absolutely not. You guys are. Um, I'm, uh,
1: I'm still a few days before my my antibody. time is up, mm-hmm. but uh, you know my my two weeks. But I, I, I'm I'm a little bit nervous about it because like I've I've lived like a fucking hermit for the past year and a half, so mm. it's it's a little strange to like oh now I can out well, i and do things but who will who will i see what do i yeah, want to
0: do that's,
2: that's where I'm uh, at, is like, oddly, i was I like can
1: the thing i'm most excited for
2: is to go to target which
0: i haven't done Oh, since, i've been going, going to target started. this entire time
5: yeah
2: i i got a haircut like i right like mm-hmm. the day that i hit my two weeks after the second shot i'm like okay it's time it's been like eight months or something but other than that it's
0: cutting your hair on your own like
2: michael <sighs> no no my hair was yeah. just growing out yeah, it
1: is weird to think, like, well, I don't need a haircut now, but when I do need one, I'll be able to have someone else do it for the first time in a year.
0: So you, have, you have been cutting your own hair?
1: Got a pair of clippers. It's it surprisingly look...
0: easy to give yourself a crew cut. Uh, bullshit. Not with this fucking God-sneeze pubes on my forehead kind of shit. Like, I cannot <laughs> just throw clippers into this mess. Uh, you just give yourself, like, a little crew cut, and it looks like a professional did it. I hate it. I'm very oh, jealous you. of your hair. Always have <laughs> So in addition to weekly bonus shows, over a hundred movie commentaries exclusive specials, you can get the 30 2010 video games edition, celebrating a month of important gaming milestones every single month at patreon.com slash lasertime in exchange for just five bucks. And you'll support all of the LaserTime shows, including Game Apocalypse, right guys?
3: Yeah.
1: And welcome back to our final segment, where we're not going to waste any time. Before
0: he's lying, he's lying. Uh, but 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 I want to I want to prolong it just by saying uh, one of the things I worked the hardest on in Laser Time, like th- two three weeks into the complete saga of Conan O'Brien Tonight Show. Listen to that on Laser Time. It's an old episode. It's very fun. Make you laugh. But new releases.
1: <laughs> uh, I didn't think you were gonna play the sound. <laughs> I, I tried. I, I didn't think it would come
0: up either. <laughs> I'm as shocked as you are.
1: Ninja Gaiden Collection. What is that called? Yeah, Ninja Gaiden Mas- Master Collection. Master Collection. Who played this
0: besides me? Uh, I want to hear everything about it because I want to. I, I want to love this series more than ever right now. Because everything, yeah. everyone told me that scared me away. In a post Dark Souls world, I'm <laughs> incredibly excited for.
1: Well, it's, it's Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, and Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. Those so first the, two don't
0: excite me. Eh. Mm,
1: well, I mean, it's it's still Ninja Gaiden. I yeah. played it on Switch. But, uh, it runs at a pretty smooth rate. It's still very much Ninja Gaiden. It's still tough as hell. It still makes me wonder, should I just wuss out and put this into easy mode? I'll actually have <laughs> oh, fun okay. I thought not that was what Sigma softened,
0: softened the, the difficulty a little bit.
1: I think, I think Sigma did a little bit, but they also, uh, and they I would always heard like they made it less bloody. It's like, it still seems pretty bloody. Like mm-hmm. there's still a lot of blood when I'm killing all these ninjas. But uh, I guess maybe not as much dismemberment as the Xbox 360 versions. I don't
2: know. I, I don't remember the games. And so like, yeah, they can't complain about the changes they allegedly made to like boss mm-hmm. order certain bosses and stuff like, okay, fine. I got to take your word for it. Like I yeah. have vague memories of those games, but are they, how do they hold up?
1: I mean, you know, it's it's still like, oh, that's right. This was the Xbox's answer to Devil May Cry with uh, wall running, and mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, as as acrobatic platformers, they're still pretty fun. As uh, as brawl as hack and slash brawlers, they're still really tough. Um, I played about uh, fifteen minutes of each one. Boy, yeah. How do how
2: do they move? I was wondering. I, I can't remember the frame rate of what the old games were but like I would imagine they're going for 60 on this collection I, right? I like, would
1: imagine they are yeah I'm um, playing it on switch it's it's hard to gauge but it's like well mm. this looks pretty smooth to me it's it's running at a very fast rate I can't say from looking at that little handheld screen again I'm on the road this week
0: you got to get one of those new switch pros baby it'll obviously be the news biggest <laughs> news of E3 <laughs> <in> the news.
1: <laughs> 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 biggest news of E3 no switch pro announcement <laughs>
2: Not big news if you follow the industry, is that's totally what we predicted. But anyway, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. But basically, it's just like here is these three games. You like them on the last gen, right? You'll like them on this gen. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're a bit better on, uh, you know, more enhanced platforms. Uh, Xbox One, PS. I-, I wanted to Pro, see them whatever.
0: again somewhere, some way. But uh, yeah, it was one of the first interviews I ever did with you with uh, what's his nuts, the sunglasses yeah. guy, Tomonobu Iida. Yeah, yeah. But but that like a. Uh, there are multiple console exclusive editions of this game so yeah okay. yeah like everyone every, every single release is a console exclusive except for oh. three um, right yeah I, th- I, said, I thought
1: you meant like of master collections
0: no some. no 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 but like but I wanted to like where can we get these all together and it's kind of a bummer it's not everything but whatever they're great games and I want to experience them. It's yeah. what I'm looking to, to obtain the most. This, this
2: I can't believe you pigeonholed leather jacket guy as sunglass guy. I'm still reeling from that. He Chris. wore like, sunglasses
0: at 10 a.m. inside
3: it's an true. office that was all windows. <laughs> I remember him as sunglasses guy.
2: I was
1: I was up close with him. He helped me figure out how to play Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword, and he was so wearing nice. sunglasses at the time. So nice.
0: Doesn't work there yeah. anymore, but his legacy lives on in this collection. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> This All is right. the yeah the collection that the games that put Team Ninja on the map, but uh, yeah. Anyway, um, did anyone play Game Builder Garage? No,
2: you're you're the guy that had to travel with the Switch. Make it yeah, happen. Yeah, no,
1: I I, <laughs> I did not play Game Builder Garage, but I did play a lot of um, Chicory: A Colorful Tale. Fuck, that was, was out cool. on PS4 and and uh, Steam this uh, this last week, and yeah, it is a an adorable, charming 2D uh, world painting uh, RPG, and that has something to say about creativity and depression, but doesn't say it in a depressing way. You are a janitor who is the the assistant of this. Uh, they're, they're called the wielder. There's this magic brush that's used to color this world, and the one wielder carries it, and they always have to choose a successor. And uh, But one day, Chicory, the wielder, just disappears and leaves the brush laying around, and all the color just instantly drains from the world. So you're going around in this black and white world, which you can then treat as a coloring book. And uh, the, the things that you color are stay that way persistently, so you can you know color in some of the starting areas half-heartedly or go all the way, and then when you come back like hours later, it's like, oh yeah, I did this. That's neat. It's still the way I left it. Um, but yeah, it is it is charming and uh, a lot of fun. And uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of I'm um, getting like sort of minute vibes from it, if you guys remember that game. Sure, yeah. Yeah, a yeah. Little, little bit of Zelda, too. Also, like that overhead action RPG approach.
2: Some of the cleverness of minute, like with the stuff it's doing, like in terms of dialogue and stuff, or is it just more just that perspective you're talking about or the feel it, of the it's, game?
1: It's more just like the feel of the game, the look of the game um although like the way that the characters turn like when your your character turns it's it's like a paper mario thing almost where like mm-hmm. oh this is clearly a 2d flip yeah, yeah. and That's awesome. uh, yeah yeah no it's it's a lot of fun and and the the paint stuff comes into play in a lot of puzzles you will eventually get an ability that lets you swim in your own paint which lets you get through narrow areas yeah. like like an inkling like from splatoon so uh it's pretty cool. I don't know why it wasn't on
2: Switch. You just can't make graphic drawings of your own paint, or otherwise the FCC is yeah. going to crack down on you, buddy.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, you, you totally could. You could draw dicks on everything.
2: Dicks approved
0: by TBS standards and practices. That's another thing.
1: Like, I, I feel like the game is intended to first give you anxiety, and then just let you feel free to be creative. Because it's like you go into this master art class. It's like, oh, the wielder. Let's see what you can do. Show the class your talents. And they give you like a canvas to paint in, and of course you're going to be shit because you're painting with an analog stick on a with and a controller, and so it's like you're going to just manage some shitty tiny MS Paint thing, and then everybody's going to be like, "Oh wow, yeah, no, I really like your use of color here. This is really cool." And so you just like in my case, like I started out like, "Oh god, do I really have to do all this?" And uh, and then it was just like, "Yeah, you know, this is fun. I'll have fun with it. Who cares?" And, and that's kind of just the the attitude toward creativity that it's tried, uh to cultivate in its players. So, hmm. it's that's cool.
2: Yeah. I did not play this next game. I well, I played it for like literally a few seconds. So, uh not only did we get Final Fantasy VII remake intergrade, mm-hmm. we got that new mission, the intermission mm-hmm. um yeah. where I I purchased it, fully intended to play, but ended up playing another Final Fantasy thing for a lot longer, but like um I did hop in the remake for for a few or for, for integrate for a few seconds, and it sure does look beautiful on my PS5. But yeah, I has anyone played the intermission yes. thing? I have. I did. Yes, I played yeah. all of it.
3: Oh,
1: you played and? all of it. I, I played some of it. So go go
5: ahead,
3: Brandon. Um, so I won't, you know, not no spoilers or anything. But uh, it's it's fun to get back into that game. I really really loved the the gameplay of the Final Fantasy VII remake. Me too. And, um, you know, playing as Yuffie is just a total joy. She's a really fun, affable character. Um, hmm. the new character that they give her as a companion, Sonon, he's kind of like a not as, like, dour cloud. Um, there are even times where you're like, I think this is just the same model. <laughs> but, uh, you know, not not to disparage the way the game looks. The game, like, like, Masset, looks incredible. And, um... It's it's a neat little five hour or so chunk, and it's uh, I saw someone describe it as a snack. It's not gonna you know it's not gonna really satiate your your hunger for more of this game if you really enjoyed it. Ha- however, um, there are uh, there's some you know there's a very lengthy cutscene at the end, and um, it, if if the ending of Final Fantasy 7 left you with a lot of questions, this is yes. just gonna pile them on. Oh really?
0: Okay, yeah. is is this free for everyone who upgrades to PS5? No,
2: no, it's no. It's, it's on top, and it's for a five hour experience. It's, it's twenty dollars, so it's uh, wow.
1: But it also goes the uh, the Gwent and Orlog route of uh, there is a new mini game you can play as like a board game. Do you remember what it's called,
2: Brendan? Please be Triple Triad. Please be Triple Triad. It's they took so
3: so they took Fort Condor, which was a mini game from the original Final Fantasy VII where you're actually at this location called Fort Condor. And then this game in the remake, it's like a board game that you're playing uh, with other characters. And um, it's kind of, yeah, I mean, it, it takes almost a Gwent like, or or a triple triad like place in the world where you're walking up to characters and they'll challenge you. And it's a whole side quest. Um, It's pretty good. It's, it's, Almost the same as it was in Final Fantasy VII original, but it's a lot faster and way easier to grok if, if uh, it's your first time playing it. I, I thought it was fun.
1: Yeah, it feels like a, a little bit tower defense except instead of setting up towers, you're just like, I'm going to place this unit here, and now there's like a little cooldown timer before I can place the next one. Mm,
3: yeah. And stuff and, like that.
1: And then they'll just march forward automatically, a little bit yeah. of an auto-battler.
3: There's a There's a bit of a, you know, rock, paper, scissors, fire emblem kind of these, yeah. these enemies are good against this one and weak to the other ones and uh, there's also the there's a slightly different art style to it. they almost look like little Legos walking around, um, mm-hmm. which is neat. But yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, it's fun.
1: Or like little Final Fantasy seven OG characters.
2: You're right. That is exactly what they look yeah. like. You're right. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. So it's a twenty dollar upgrade, but like everyone's who loved seven like we did is yeah. gonna buy it like it's, it's yeah.
1: more Final Fantasy 7 if you yeah. if you want it you already know
2: yeah it is it is convoluted though I, I mean do, but I can't Chris play is a Chris's question it. is a question I had up until release I'm like sir so are we gonna get it for free do we have to pay for the DLC and it's like mm-hmm. the short answer is you get if you <laughs> it's not that short an answer if you bought Final Fantasy 7 remake on PlayStation 4. Like disc version or digital, you you get the upgrade automatically mm-hmm. of the game. Just the base game upgrade. However, if you got that game for free as part of PlayStation Plus, you do not get the wow, upgrade. Wow, they knew to, they, mm. Yeah, yeah. They recently did something like that with a different game, I wanna say. But That's um, not unfair, but uh damn. But everyone has to pay for the new DLC. Although I think mm-hmm. anyone who's new, completely new to the game, there's some kind of bundle, which is game-based.
0: I, I will say, season. seeing it on, I saw it on, on retail aisles this week. With, wow. uh, okay. p- with oh, the wow, PS5 yeah. bar, and like, this is really difficult to know
2: what's different for the average consumer. What the fuck? Do they have like a sticker on the box that advertises the new no, intermission just says thing? No, it
0: integrate in the, s- the smallest lettering of all of them. Uh, integrate. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow. Of
5: course.
1: Yeah, I also don't know why the PS5 version is called Intergrade and then the actual DLC, which you buy within Intergrade, is called Intermission. Intermission. Intermission.
0: Yeah. Wow, I feel like Conan and I wish I was dead just talking about
1: it. I- I'm guessing like Intergrade instead of Upgrade. Oh, it's an Intergrade. I, I know yeah. why, Michael.
3: It's, it's Tetsuya Dude. Nomura and uh, Nojima. That- that's yeah, why I go. It's yeah. called that. There you that's- go. Yeah.
2: Really,
1: all the-, <laughs> the explanations. This
3: is revenge States. for the amount of buckles you wouldn't let me put in this game. Yeah.
2: So we we got two more big games. We can either go more Final Fantasy or Final, Final
1: Fantasy. Oops! All buckles. I want to <laughs> hear the more Final
0: <laughs> Fantasy game because this is the one I want to play the most. I I, was, yeah. I didn't know there was a demo for some reason.
2: It's and here's what's weird. So Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin got a demo, uh, basically right after their presentation at E3. Although the demo didn't work for a day, it was corrupted on people's drives, but <laughs> they did fix Whoa. that. Oh so that's boy. fun. Um, but I downloaded, played it. It's PS5 exclusive. I, okay, so up front, I, it's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with the demo. That being said, I don't know why it cannot be on PlayStation 4. It looks like a PlayStation 4 mm. game. This demo specifically, you mean? This yeah. demo specifically. Yeah. Like It looks like PS4. It's a little rough visually, which is okay. Again, right. this is far out from release it's or whatever. It's two but, years out. But so... When I saw people showing this game during E3, at first we'd heard, "Oh, this is a Souls like for Final Fantasy," and but Mm -hmm. then, like the way people were demoing it, I'm like, "Oh, is this actually like a Devil May Cry thing?" Right? Mm. Having gotten my hands on it, played through most of it, now I can tell you, no, no, it is still very Souls like, Mm. almost because it's it's Team Ninja, the guys who did Neo. Like some one of the complaints some people have about Neo is. The combat, the combat can get very complex. Like it's, it's mm. Dark Souls combat feeling, but it's like their stances and stuff. So this demo very much sort of has similar issues. Like it's, it's so it's, it's almost like Sekiro. Like you remember how Sekiro added the the break system, like the guard break and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it has that, but then it adds on another system on top of it of like, oh, comboing to get to those breaks and then you can insta-kill people. Then it adds on another system where it's like, you can Mm. use uh, L1 to block, or you can hit circle, which is like this active block that you can then combo into powers, and I'm like, this is all within the first five minutes of experiencing this demo, and I'm Mm. like, I've just been hit with a hundred different systems, which, okay, full release, if they pace those out better or something, like, okay, I'm excited, but it's very overwhelming the second you get more than like two enemies coming at you at one time and i think they know this which is why you have two ai companions at your side all the time that can sort of aggro one or two guys but it's just like it is way too much to juggle and manage like it's, it's it's gonna have a steep learning curve i think for a lot of people and this is a guy who loves souls like stuff and loves playing them but I think there's something elegant about the simplicity of Souls combat, where it's really just kind of, you know, your light attack, your quicker attack, your mm-hmm. slower attacks, and some knowing timing and combos. Souls doesn't need to layer on these other systems, and sometimes it can feel a little clunky. Like, for example, at each weapon here has its own combo system. Okay, that's Souls-like, you know, and there's... It, but like, then the weapons, you can map your armor loadouts to them as well. So you're kind of building loadouts that you can switch in real time. Like, boom, triangle button, oh. and you're switched, right? But like they also then all have skill trees attached. And so you can see what I'm saying. Like, it's like, holy fuck, I'm in menus most of the time in this game. Because also, mm. there's a loot system. It's constantly dropping oh, like no. upgraded loot that you have to juggle. And luckily, they put in a feature where it's like, go to your menu screen, hit uh, hit L3, and it'll auto Put the best shit on you for your show, build, show right? you the optimal loot. nice I, nice but you still have to hit the button to get to the menu screen and interrupt your game i'm like just fucking map that to l3 while i'm playing please it's it's like borderlands level of loot drops it's a mm. little little much again demo all this is very much balanced stuff but like i don't know if people are going to be able to wrap their head around all of the systems this thing has going so
3: i played through it twice um, yeah. I played it on wow. normal and hard. Um, wrapped the my hard playthrough up just a little bit before we started, actually. And um, yeah, I really dig it. I thought the trailer looked it was when I heard the rumors like, hey, there's gonna be a soul's like in Final Fantasy, and it's set in the same world as Final Fantasy I, my mind immediately goes to like that really cool Amano art where where, you know, the hero of light with that you've got the flowing hair, the bright blue armor uh Mm -hmm. all of that something the game was never capable of living
0: up to until now right (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah. they
3: showed jack uh, and then there's jack and he's just got a buzz haircut and a henley and he's just like i gotta go kill chaos i was pretty disappointed and i but i told myself okay i'm gonna try this demo i'm gonna go in with an open mind and i ended up i mean matt you hit every single point that i would have said um i think i i Found the loot system to be a little bit more interesting and fun, just because I love doing stuff in menus. Mm-hmm. Like I just yeah. love fiddling with with skill trees and stuff. And you can, you know, you can even create your own combos um, in in the menus to map onto each weapon that you pick. Yeah. Up.
2: Yeah. From the skill tree, you then have to equip the skill you just bought, like to pick-the-weapon-combo-you-want-it-mapped-to. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. It's, it, uh, yeah. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to break up a Souls game. Like, Souls games, which traditionally never pause. This game does, luckily, do a full pause. But
3: I'll to straight-up
2: go into an inventory menu during the middle of Souls is is, is nerve-wracking a little bit, you know?
3: Mm. Yeah. And, and like, well, the nice thing, too, is, like, most of the time you're picking up these loot drops after you fight, like, you know, five or ten enemies, and it's quiet anyway. There's not, at least not in the demo, there's nothing like hiding behind uh, a wall necessarily that's just going to be like, yeah. oh, I'm going to pause for a second. Oh, no, this goblins attack me. It, but, it's pretty um, straightforward. Yeah. I think the only thing, like, I, I'm way more interested, way more just overall interested in playing the game. And I I plan on playing it retail, mm-hmm. but my reservation still is like. I don't know about the storyline, man, and like the the castle, <laughs> the castle design is not great. And the thing that it sounds like Team Ninja, there's like a survey you can fill out after you beat the demo. It sounds like what they're taking feedback on primarily is like the gameplay balancing. And my complaints are all like these levels are kind of boring and everything looks the same. And not only does it look like it could be on the PS4. Dude, it looks like it could be like the P- a PS3 game. Entire. Okay, times. So yeah, like
2: I'm, I'm glad you said that out uh, and I didn't have to. Like no, it, it's I think it's a choice. There's a graininess to it, almost like a film grain that ends up making it sort of look like a couple generations ago. Like, like it comes across as just um like textury and and and, and jaggies almost. It's it's very strange. You sure. have to see it. Yeah. It's but it's it I mean it's yeah, it design wise, it, it's fine. You know, or, it, it does or a miscommunication
0: look very... of what the Souls games are about.
2: It's it's like it's Fuzzy, like if you said dark. someone did a Final Fantasy interpretation of a Souls Castle, like that's what it felt like to me. You know, the
3: thing that that Souls games have though is like this intricate level design, and everything is so meticulously detailed. Even though if even if the graphics aren't cutting edge, there's all this like stuff happening. You mm-hmm. know, um, yeah. whereas this is just like every hallway is exactly the same. Every there's mm. a there's a section where you're knocking down pillars, and it's the exact same pillar that you're knocking down to walk across the next balcony. It's just like yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah, maybe it's just a demo, and and that like that stuff is going to be consolidated to the, the demo. Biggest, and
0: the, the biggest the, thing I'm worried about knowing Square when they announce things like this is that this is vaporware.
2: No, no, I this mean, is close. I, this is isn't this launching next January? Yeah, it says twenty uh,
3: twenty two. That's a Square twenty twenty four. I don't know. I mean, no. this
2: is this seems like
3: it's it's been. In development for at least uh, at least long enough that the combat is fully and, competent. And
2: based on the stuff that Brendan said, that they're asking, it's that's like late stage balancing. Like they're yeah. basically beta. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. What are the
0: What are the odds this becomes Final Fantasy Sixteen?
2: No, God, not even close. <laughs> no,
0: I mean,
3: <laughs> like this is this does, and I mean this in in the best way possible. This feels like a off. like and, and and somewhat of a budget spin-off at that. Mm. Uh, yeah.
1: And they've already shown off Final Fantasy sixteen, I think. The yeah, awards,
2: exactly. Yeah. So. yeah, which basically looks like it has 15 combat just modified, whereas this is totally mm-hmm. Souls-like. It's more stylish and moves, I think, a bit faster than Souls-combat, and because of the other weird systems, there's kind of more to it at times. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. still, like, Souls-like. Like, your your attacks are mapped to your shoulder buttons, you know? Yes. Yeah. But a game, another game that maps your attacks to your shoulder buttons, uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I, um, uh, I think
1: you mean ripped apart. Thank to Chris. you. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, and I have nothing
3: Chris else to add to this, out, this like conversation. The Masters oh my god! Of memes. Okay, now I get this one. I, for the longest time, I thought it was just about spreading butt cheeks, and I was completely wrong. <laughs> I, I thought
1: it was just a play on ripped apart, but yeah. uh, well, it's ripped apart.
2: Going fart. commando still might be their best one of those, in my opinion. This just, mm. just my opinion.
1: Better than up your arsenal.
2: Come on. Yeah, more subtle. More subtle. You know, it's... it's. Uh, but no, I, I platinum this thing. So clearly Congratulations. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's been I out think I... less
1: than a week now as of this recording.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I got it on a Friday and I platinumed it on a Tuesday night. Um,
1: Platty Matty. That's what we're going to call you now.
2: Well, it's... <laughs> for those who are into that sort of thing, it's not a very difficult platinum. I will say that. Oh, I see. I see. Um, but no, I, I... Not only did I platinum, it, I loved it. I I lo- It's so I recently went back and played through the 2016 game and I was telling you guys about it. Like it's really good. And it really showed me like, Oh, I maybe took those character platformers for granted. I should have played, should have paid closer attention to the ratchet and clank games. And like, so I'm, I'm a fan now. I'm a fan of the formula. Like this game kind of confirmed that for me. Like, no, no, Matt, you like ratchet and clank games. Like, and, and it's, it's a very good, very refined one of those. That almost just feels like they finally got to make the game that in their head they had been making for years. It, it just now is literally translating to screen. Like the stuff, the technical wizardry they do. And it's the stuff kind of like in good movies that you don't think about after the fact. You're like, oh, you yeah, had to transition that scene. They had to probably be doing something with loading on the hard drive and stuff. You know, you start to think about that stuff. But in the moment, it's you're just... Playing it like a movie. Like, I hate to say that's such a fucking cliche, but this thing really does play like a live action Pixar movie, you know? It's it's, it's really good.
1: I thought it was interesting starting off, and you said uh, Miles Morales did the same thing. I'm not entirely sure, but it it gives you, like, okay, there are three cool things that this PS5 game can do. You get to pick two of them. Uh, Do you want it to move at 60 frames per second? Do you want it to be at 4K resolution? Or do you want a uh, snazzy RX uh, or RT, the, the reflection Ray technology. tracing, RTX, yeah, ray, ray tracing.
2: Ray, ray tracing and typically that also means some enhanced lighting and shadow stuff.
1: Yeah, on, yeah. So, so I, I don't know. You know, Play around. See what works best for you.
2: Yeah. Well, you know what's so funny? I think that's just in, in the Insomniac standard options, which will probably translate to mean the Sony, all the Sony studios. Is when I was playing Miles on my 1080 TV, and, and and the Spider-Man Remastered had the same options, by the way. I I totally feel like I won in that scenario because one of the choices it gave me I couldn't make, and so I ended up going with 60 frames per second with um like you know ray tracing turned on, right? Uh, but then when I got a 4K TV, now all of a sudden. 4K resolution matters to me and is a thing that now I'm like okay should I go 4K and 60 or do I go 4K and ray tracing and just at 30 and that's ultimately what I chose I think they call that fidelity mode it's it's a 4K but I, I turned on the 60 just to see it which immediately 60 becomes 1080p um yeah. God, it's just so fucking buttery smooth like it's it's so hard with a game like this to beat 60 frames per second like cuz for the shooting and and there's so much action going on in the screen, it's like it it is actually a tough choice, and it so annoys me because I'm like, this is why we got the new consoles. We weren't supposed to have to make the fucking choice anymore, you know? right?
1: Yeah, exactly. It's like ah, oh, now we'll just have to hold out for PlayStation Six, right? Yeah. And then that'll have yeah, all oh, the new. PS5 Pro, yeah, PS5 yeah. Pro probably like
3: later. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but yeah, I, I like I like I love playing the game. I like you know the switch between Ratchet and Rivet. And uh, like you know, yeah. playing on certain worlds, certain chapters, you get to play as one or the other.
2: And, and have you met Kit yet? Which is kind of the the replacement for Clank. So no. she she yeah. So I, I love. It's so weird to say this, but I, I actually love the story of this game. Like it's a yeah. well written story. There's a lot of heart to it, and I think that's one of the other things people they've always liked the Ratchet character and Rivet is just as, if not more likable than Ratchet. Mm-hmm. Like she's a great character. Plus
1: she's voiced by Jennifer Hale.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Everyone Chef, loves right?
1: Jennifer Hale. Yes.
2: So, but then like Kit, who ends up being kind of the, the girl counterpart to Clank, um, she actually has an interesting backstory and there's a lot of stuff revealed over the course of the game. You're like, Oh shit, that is some, that's kind of deep. And that explains this emotional you know, thing going on between the two of them. So, Certainly more than you would think in a Ratchet and Clank game. So,
1: you think we'll get a Rivet and Kit sequel?
2: <laughs> uh, I mean, that's what I mean, DLCs. Hopefully, a PSP version. But that's another that's <laughs> thing I wanted to point out is is Rivet's not a side character. She straight up shares main game. character status with Ratchet. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's interchangeable, and I think that's supposed to be because they are dimensional counterparts. They are equal, right? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's it, but it's it's so neat because it's not like. Oh yeah, I'm gonna play Ratchet nine tenths of the mission and then Rivet one or two. It's like no, no, they're just co protagonists of this game. That was the only yeah.
0: criticism I read. They're they're very same. They're, they're very much the same character.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and and all actually all your mm-hmm. progress carries over from one to the other. Even like any weapons plus XP you put on the weapon, like it all. Yeah, it all just just carries over. The only thing that doesn't is like. You can make them wear different suits of armor to tell them apart when you switch yes. back and
1: forth. <laughs> and, I, and I love that, like even before they're really aware of each other, like if if, if you finish that uh, that second world as Rivet and you want to go back to the first one as Ratchet, like Rivet will be like, "Oh, I wonder what Ratchet's up to," and yeah. then the we'll guy like, yeah. "Oh, and I'm Ratchet now," and then he's like, "Oh, I wonder what Rivet's up to." Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I, I I like this a lot. I think it is. Since since Demon's Souls and Miles Morales, possibly the first must have, must play PS5 game. Really? I think so. I think Keep so, hearing
3: yeah. that makes me mm-hmm. makes you want to try it out.
2: Because I, yeah. I didn't
0: realize people consider the PS4 game like uh, Ratchet and Clank, Clank Skip the generation. Uh, I,
2: I don't know why they think that. It, it really is a good Ratchet and Clank. The 2016 Be- because, game because is it's very a remake. So yeah, it's it, a movie tie-in remake.
1: Yeah, so it doesn't right. quite count. It's not a... It's not like a new game that followed up the Ratchet & Clank Future series.
2: So, Brennan, you're a little younger than us, or, or a lot, probably. Hey, so I, I, I feel like you grew up with this type of game, like the uh, kind of yeah. action plat, mascot platformer. You so. went
3: commando. <laughs> um, I So I have never played a Ratchet & Clank game.
2: Oh! Gasp! Was was there a different mascot that got your attention, or what?
3: Uh, I mean, so... I was, uh, Nintendo 64 was my first console, and I had a PlayStation 2, but, like, by the time I was, a, you know, playing PlayStation 2 games, what I was wanting to play was, like, Final Fantasy and Devil May Cry and stuff like that, and so the the mascot stuff that I wasn't, I, I, honestly, I was never even really into platformers, that's what it is, is, like, you know, I played some Mario, but, like... I want to play Zelda and uh, and Star Fox on the when I started playing games and I just stuck to that sort of thing. So
2: okay, okay. Um, I wish you were done. Keep
3: going, <laughs> but <laughs> I would say I mean, if there was one like of the of the like 3D platformer whatever that I did really like get into was um, outside of like Nintendo stuff. Uh, it would probably be Jack and Daxter.
2: Okay, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, okay. Which I think they they. I, I think they sneak a few references in this game to Jack. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I definitely noticed the Sly Cooper reference in in an audio log. um, But yeah, there's a few. Uh, I thought that was.
0: Is that not a secret? Like, there's certain references to. I okay. think they
2: showed uh, right around launch, one of the weapons, the Rhino, is like this interdimensional weapon. And I think you, you drop literally like dimensional portals on enemies. And the mm-hmm. stuff that comes out of those can be cameos from other games. Like I specifically saw the Sly Cooper van fall mm. on, on an enemy. Which oh, nice. Super Crash Bandicoot
0: nice. crates. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to <laughs> yes, pay the, anybody. It's great.
2: Stuff like that. So, But yeah, the, 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 one, the other one I found, the audio log one, no one, no one had really talked about it. It's pretty neat. So.
1: Hmm. All right. On well, no spoilers, I guess. Um, but is that it for new releases?
0: Uh, no. I hate you guys for having PS5s, and fuck uh-huh. you, and all of you, and now we can move on. <laughs> I
2: haven't heard of that game. What's
0: that game no. like? <laughs> <laughs> is that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's a great troll. Do it it's all a... the time. Do it all the time. So to good. anyone, anywhere you can. God, Kevin Nealon rules. <laughs> is that true? Is it's it's so <laughs>
2: earnest and so Kevin Nealon, just the way he said is that is true? That true? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kevin Nealon.
1: News. Here we are at E3, finally, after an hour and a half. Wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, no.
2: where do you even begin? First of all, we had an E3. Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah. and, 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 like, That's was, an improvement over last year. It
2: is an mm-hmm. improvement. And and I think this definitely kind of answered one of the questions I had, which last year I thought, like, hey, these, these kind of direct style, you know, uh, publisher conferences, they're fine, but they just felt too spread out. And I was almost like, hey, do you need E3 if you just get all of those, like, in a week, you know, will that mm-hmm. feel like E3? And and the answer was, sort of. Um, when you're watching them, you get hype and stuff. But I think what's missing is is the awareness around, like, I just had trouble keeping track when everything was. Like, it's just not the same as, like, when I'm headed to the show mm-hmm. and I'm like, well, shit, when do I need to stay in my hotel to watch a conference? Or when do I need to be yeah, on a floor? He, or whatever.
0: Even as a viewer, like, uh, it was confusing. Yeah. It, it, for for yeah. someone who has never set foot on the E3 show floor, like, uh, it, it was... It was all, like, a pushed. Sorry, everything, all
2: the days were off. Microsoft is Monday. They, you know what? Yeah, mm-hmm. what I didn't like is over the years, they've been working toward, like, the event secretly kicked off on weekends with, with like, a lot of people's press conferences because the show always began in the week. Mm-hmm. And instead, for some reason this year, they decided to start it on a Thursday and end it on a Tuesday. And go through
0: the weekend. And then I, I that well, was like, weird. We, we came back to Monday. It was like, oh, remind yourself there's some Nintendo stuff here. Because for right. me, this is over.
2: Yeah. And I think what ended up happening is a lot more people gave presentations that that didn't
0: used to. But that's sort of the point. Mm. Like, everyone's paying attention to video games at the same time. Run a press conference or a fake press conference or a streaming press press conference and people will pay more attention than they would in July or May. And
2: yeah, but what ended up happening, at least in my mind, I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts, is, like, the bigs. Almost looked and seemed bigger compared with all those small shows, and then it was just kind of like they dominated. Like there was a lot of cool stuff shown in a lot of those indie streams that I just I have I need people to tell me about because I'm like, man, there yeah. there's like 300 games to wade through. And it's a,
0: it's a good thing, but like I know what you're saying. We're like we were watching some of those good things, and like, is this E3?
2: Yeah, uh, right. This feels weird it felt like GDC almost like the, the kind of games yeah. that were like announced and talked about. It felt more like a GDC event.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, Activision's releasing a new transformers game. Okay. <laughs> is
2: that, that true? Is that? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what I thought we'd do, I actually thought of a format for this, What I'd like to do is maybe chronologically we can go through the press conferences that I have labeled as big. So if your favorite uh-huh. gaming company wasn't included here, take it up with my management. Um, No, I I actually buried all those at the end for us to talk about. Mm But um, we go chronologically, just kind of do the highlights of the big show's announcements. And then what I'd like to do is close it out with each of us giving an overall letter grade to the E3 show itself. Does that sound fun? I mean,
0: yes, but I'm giving everyone an A+, because this year sucked, and this is Mm -hmm. a hard thing to do. Yeah,
1: Yeah, and it's just sort of amazing that they were able to pull this together at all. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, kicking it off, kicking off the show last Thursday was the um, Jeff Keeley Summer Games Fest kickoff, and I think there was a partnership with IGN in yeah. there somewhere. It was, it, it was, I know that they didn't want to be associated with E3, but it was clearly like, no, dude, you're kicking off E3. What do you? <laughs> doing yeah. So, um, but this one I felt like was definitely a lot of smaller games, and even some games you could very clearly tell like, oh, they paid to be a part of this, but. There were two big things shown and the announcements that I feel like really, um, you know, got people excited. First off, and, and probably both of them, I think had been leaked, but that Tiny Tina Wonderlands game was ah, officially yes. announced. And that's the one that, uh, we, it looks a lot like that Dungeons and Dragons Tiny Tina expansion from Borderlands 2, but just a whole game. It, it's like Far Cry Blood Dragon type style thing, right? It's like this take. The Borderlands formula, but put it in this weird fantasy settings where Tiny Tina is the DM and she's making shit change in real time around you.
0: you know? it's 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 might be the best title of every every game announced at E3. Wonderland? Tiny Tina's Wonderland? That's a great fucking title. I, I don't know, it's,
2: man. I just feel like anything like Balan Wonderworld all of a sudden just pops <laughs> into my head now. Doesn't
0: well, the
1: important thing to know is Ashley Birch should be in more things. Yeah, but yeah,
2: even yeah. the title dares
0: you to want to learn more things about it. Mm. And, and when I remember when like the LTC put the trailer up and like I don't I didn't associate it with Borderlands because like I haven't played the uh,
2: third one. Um, gotcha. And
1: I played it a bit. I really wish I liked that series, but
2: uh, eh. Eh, three three is not as good as two in my opinion. But this DLC, the Tiny Tina's DLC, was the funniest, best DLC from two. So hopefully this game will will be good. Uh, before we get to the other big announcement, there was one that I was excited about at least um death stranding is getting a director's cut
3: hey yeah Uh,
0: exclusive to playstation uh that involves
1: uh may or may not involve jumping into boxes (laughs) (laughs) right there were
2: were some like metal gear vibes yeah yeah, i
1: I did like that bit where it's like yeah sam just like jumps into the box of oranges like a cat would does not figure out how to turn it upside down and just puts it back even though it was full of oranges which are now all over the place
2: so more Death Stranding, or at least kind of an expansion of it. But um, I'd say the biggest announcement of the show, and I was, I was actually kind of shocked because in many ways this announcement I think resonated the rest of the show for me as maybe the biggest game. We finally got a really good long look at Elden Ring. I think three minutes, in fact, for the for the trailer. And it's um, it looks like big souls where you ride horses around a big open world and got similar systems, I think, to Sekiro where, in some parts. your but, horse can double jump. Yes. It, it's it, mm. it, it looks like one of those, but like a really big blown out one of those. And I'm like, mm. fuck yeah, let's do that. that yeah, it looks good so
3: good. Me. I am so excited. Me too.
2: Yeah. What, I mean, did you guys pay a little bit more attention? I think they did some interviews yeah. and talked gameplay afterwards, right? So I heard like six surrounding spoke worlds, one hub world or something like that, but yeah. So, so there's like a bigger... hub
3: zone and uh kingdom spoke off from this hub world. And, uh, that, but they all kind of intertwine, is what it sounds like, just like in um, the original Dark, so- mm-hmm. or, uh, yeah, Dark Souls. Um, yeah. Interesting thing though is that that I was both relieved to hear and interested in in how how it's going. They're going to expand it outside of the game. It sounds like it's still going to have that like you get the storyline through the through the items and the, the the margins of the world, right? Right. But right. the storyline that you. Getting is way more fleshed out. So, like, instead of it being this like, and eh, the lore is kind of incomplete, but everyone thinks it's kind of neat, and it's now like, no, there's a whole story there. So, yeah,
2: man, whatever fucking George R. R. Martin has to do to not write more Game of Thrones, Brendan, we know where he's spending his yeah, time. Yeah, just so exactly, like, yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. Which is fine for me because you know what, I, I, I'll take Souls over Game of Thrones any day of the week. Personally,
0: Same. he says that now that it's over and bad. I, I never liked it.
2: I did. So I'd, I'd, I'd like say that. those are the big announcements of that show. I personally was excited. There's a Salt and Sanctuary uh, sequel coming, which I love. Salt and Sanctuary, that 2D. S- speaking of Souls mm-hmm. likes, mm-hmm. Um, so this one Salt and Sacrifice. But I don't know any any other big announcements from this one. Uh, speak to you guys. Uh, metal... <laughs> metal. Metal slug, metal slug tactics. tactics. You, that's right. yeah, I that it. really
0: oh, cool. I te- like, that was the one I was texting all my old friends about. Like, there's a new Metal Slug game! Are you cr- Yeah, the insane? old Neo
2: Geo shoot 'em em up uh, series, like mm-hmm. 2D now action shoot up I-,
0: I said, naively, it's not like Nintendo's going to address Advance Wars. <laughs>
2: not Metal Gear <laughs> Tactics.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but it's is it is it that kind of tactics, like Advance Wars, or is it more like XCOM tactics? I didn't... It looks more like XCOM. Yeah. Okay. I, okay. I mean... Sounds cool too. So uh then I'd say the next big ish there there's then a couple there was like Day of the Devs and a couple of indie shows and stuff, which again we'll talk about after all the big ones. But the next big one in my book was the Ubisoft uh show yes. on, on Saturday, right? That mm-hmm. was kicked off Saturday, which I know, you know, Michael of course, caveat works for Ubisoft, so he yep. you know, what you know whatever. Asshole. But uh just have to put that out there. But um I don't know what to you guys were the big announcements coming out of this show?
0: All I care about is Far Cry 6, October 6th, Far, Far, Far Cry 6, all I
2: care about. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very
1: excited for Far Cry 6, uh, you know, Mario plus Rabbids, uh, yes. the yeah. sequel, and... Um, that looks... I'm hyped for that.
0: Blood Dragon Remastered and Villains DLC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes,
1: yeah, I'm very excited for the Villains DLC.
0: Because, uh, no no offense to Far Cry, Far Cry has weirdly become one of my favorite series, and... Um, I don't care about the protagonist even a little bit. It's just the villains, and they're like, "We'll bring back the villains so you can play as them." Like, I, I never would have guessed that's what I wanted. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: And I, I, I was so excited. I, I hope they go
2: full Trevor on this and really let you be bad. Like, yeah, I thought I thought it was a savvy
0: game guy. I knew what I wanted, and then like they announced the mode where oh Jesus, where I can play as my favorite Far Cry villains. And like, yeah, yes, well,
1: I, yeah. I love the 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 whole voss trailer is like showing you uh jason brody the main character of far cry 3 is in voss's face saying voss's lines and like mm-hmm. you know making him miserable like that that's pretty <laughs> yeah, <neat>. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah
0: uh, the awesome. The uninteresting guy in Far Cry saying th- something to the interesting guy in Far Cry. Mm. So uh, a <laughs> game mode starring all the interesting people in Far Cry. is hey, so speaking fucking of cool,
2: uninteresting, they showed uh, Avatar video games. Uh, Chris, that was not uninteresting. <laughs> I don't. I, I, no, 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 no. The video game looks fine. I'm talking about the Avatar movie. I was just shitting yeah. on the movie. The movie. <laughs> no, no Chris. don't do that. By the, way, the movie's Chris. good.
1: No, what's Chris, that? I I sent your your comment like I I said to the group chat. A friend of mine just pinged me to ask how we got the exclusive first look at the next Avatar movie, and it, <laughs> like everyone loved hearing that.
0: <laughs> like, yeah, it, but like uh, I was talking to you personally that like mm-hmm. there have been two JPEGs released of the next four Avatar movies, and all of a sudden we get a trailer with new things and, and mm-hmm. things, uh, new characters and things in an Avatar. Sorry, that movie was not bad. It's just weird that. There was no follow up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not bad. Oh, there was always a, you know, a
1: follow up that just hasn't materialized. Right. I know, but it's yeah. it's
0: done by a but by a billionaire who doesn't who like would rather scuba dive than make movies or games. But but it's it's more. Well, <laughs> I love would? James Cameron. I actually think the Avatar world is rife for uh, uh, exploitation and fun. And 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 the I, I was texting Michael. I'm like, do you understand? I am the guy who's dying to see more Avatar. This is the most Avatar I've seen in eleven years. And <laughs>
2: what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it was. Yeah, it was featured quite a bit. Um, I just real, real quick we we brushed over what is my favorite announcement. So the Mario and Rabbit sequel, Sparks of Hope. Yes, they're going. They're going to the galaxy, Mario stuff, mm-hmm. right? They they have on Patreon.
0: You can hear Matt and I go off on like Nintendo will never readdress Mario Galaxy, but apparently. Ubisoft will.
1: Yeah,
5: mm-hmm.
0: it's it very Rose- exciting. Yeah.
1: Rabid Rosalina looking bored as hell. There's like,
2: uh, yeah, there's ra- Rabid U- Lunas. Oh, right? Rabid like, Luma, uh, Lumas. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah.
2: Yeah, it's it's very charming, just like the original. I love the gameplay from the original Tactics. It's so weird, fucking, that there's a Mario Tactics series, and it's good. One of the better Mario spinoffs is a Mario Tactics yeah. game. Yeah, it's we'll one of my golf comes, games.
0: Out. I- golf comes out next week. I want to know. Oh, that's right. Does but it really? Next mm-hmm. year, oh, yes, it's June. Oh yeah. wow!
2: Yeah. So that was that was, and then of course we oh we got to give a shout out, um, our buddy friend of the show Dan Amrick, uh, the thing he's been working off working on for quite yes. a while, Rocksmith, Rocksmith Plus. Not to be confused with Games Radar Plus, um, is the Rocksmith <laughs> for, subscription or service or new new service model basically for them? Mm-hmm. Is my understanding.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. but ba- ba- basically, uh, well, I mean. The way games work is awful, and the last Rocksmith was like um, you would buy the 2014 Rocksmith as if you were buying the version that was done in 2014. Michael, correct me on this. Like that—that's that, the version that was on shelves. Whereas, like this is an evolving thing that helps you play guitar. You don't need to put the word 2014 in this. And, yeah, uh, it's,
1: it's one of those things, we know it's weird to say Rocksmith 2014 Remastered, right. there were reasons we had to do that. <laughs>
0: no, no, I, I get it, I get it. But as yeah. as as a, a big fan of not only um, Guitar Games, but Dan Amric, this is the best announcement, <laughs> one of the best announcements of E3, because the, the stuff like, Dan is now like the content editor of uh, Rocksmith Discovery, yeah. or is, yeah. is that
2: what it's called? Uh, yeah, discovery is um, like this. I think that's the library of content around the yeah. service. Mm-hmm.
0: And like, in like, one, Rocksmith is a great way to discover, uh, or to, to to know how to play the guitar. Mm-hmm. And the the first article Dan wrote and promoted was like, how, like how to, how to buy a guitar, and it's not long, mm-hmm. and it's easy to follow. And like, what do you want to do? Do you do you like distortion? Do you like chords? Like that's awesome. Like, cause I've always, I'm, I'm, I'm like Matt is a fellow music enthusiast, but like, I've always like, I've gotten the guitar like three times, but before the internet <laughs> and yeah. like, uh, uh, having a friend like Dan being able to walk you through things in addition to constant gameplay updates, uh, cause it's Ubisoft. There'll be gameplay updates for at least the next like four fucking years. Uh, You'll learn more, like easily, learn more about wanting to play the guitar than ever. And that this is almost better than a game. And I wish, like, it got uh, better coverage if, if Guitar World had an E3. <laughs> yeah,
1: but well, I, I do, I do want to say it's it's not just a subscription service. It, I mean, it
5: includes.
0: Oh, sorry, I don't know service, what it is,
1: but it is also like a new game no it's, it's, a, a, new it's
5: game. a new game
2: i'm, I'm in guitar. i'm signed up yeah. for the beta at this point like I, nice. I, it's,
0: it's a new game if you never fucked around with rocksmith it's insane you'd think it wouldn't work but it does
2: yeah well that's the other thing with this one so you no longer need the the cable the tone cable you oh, can yeah, just you can do play acoustic into your app <laughs> yeah you can do <laughs> acoustic into an, an, an app on your phone which that to me is because i i've i have both electric and acoustic guitars right around me in this room actually um and yeah, plugging in with the electric was like sometimes like oh, I don't want to have to go find the cable and all this stuff. So to be able to just reach out, grab my acoustic guitar, and then play you yeah,
0: the is, is awesome. Me personally, I was I was able to do a lot of things that sounded fine in the acoustic, but was really embarrassed when it came time to do the electric stuff. Um, yeah. And the idea that I can do that quietly <laughs> uh, in a game, I have always loved. I really have. And um, the idea that this product keeps improving because, um. I keep meaning to get back into it, but um, I sold the, the electric guitar. I did the to- oh, guitar. no. Never mind. Oh,
1: boy.
2: Never mind. All right, we really have to move on. So I just uh, want
1: to say Assassin's Creed Valhalla getting a second year of DLC. That's never been done nice. for an AC game. Mm, that's awesome.
2: Yeah.
5: That's awesome.
2: Um, and those, as if those games aren't already fucking huge. <laughs> like, every one of those now takes me, with the DLC, 150 hours to be. It's yeah. ridiculous. So i um, are so moving on to what I think might be tied uh for first with the kind of best presentations i thought of the show the xbox xbox and bethesda showcase um there was a lot of good stuff shown here but they i think they started unless it unless you like right? bethesda <laughs> no what are you talking about they started it off with a bethesda game and awesome bethesda i know game but it was seen. it was still like five minutes over like um no they started off with starfield like because i think that's mm-hmm. the game that's on everyone's mind like okay are we going to see star starfield not only that, though, they answered one of the questions we've had in recent shows, which is like, they straight up said, This is Xbox exclusive. You will not be able to play mm-hmm. this on PlayStation 5. Yeah. Like, that, that's a big deal. If you're going to start with anything other than Halo Infinite, I think this is the game you do. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. I, think,
0: I think it makes Halo Infinite look pretty shitty. <laughs> it's, uh,
2: well, it's weird. Halo Infinite, they only showed multiplayer during this, this well, show. No, I, right? I,
0: well, again, I, the biggest problem with the Xbox conference is. Uh, we, we, we've talked about this endlessly, and I know I've said this before. Uh, it's difficult to get excited about a game you're going to buy when you know you're getting it for free. Yeah. And, and the, the the Game Pass scenario is like, whatever they do with Halo, I don't care. I'll play it day one for nothing. Yeah, yeah
2: you, you don't I'm, get as hype. You don't feel like you need to even evangelize yeah. a game with your friends because it's like, well, if you have Game yeah. Pass, you get But it's
0: it. also like they can fuck it up or they, it can be terrible. It can be great, but it doesn't matter. And then, yeah. then then like I was looking forward to Bethesda to to say like this is why your Game Pass is going to be even greater, and and they did,
2: yeah. They, no, except yeah, they, for the
0: fact that I don't care about Fallout seventy six.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, but they, yeah. So they 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 had I mean like all recent Xbox shows Game Pass was like a running theme. I think they showed mm-hmm. thirty new games, twenty seven of which they said are coming to Game Pass, and there's yeah. There's like a whole chart about like which ones are coming day one. Yeah, to casually, any I, I remember
0: like the first time I saw. This will not be Game Pass Day 1 is Diablo Resur- 2 Resurrection, the, re- the remake of Diablo 2. And, yeah. like, well, that makes sense.
2: But, uh, but they but- did show some stuff that had not been on Game Pass that is Bethesda acquisition. So, like, there's a bunch of older Bethesda games that came on. But I think the biggest announcement of like, hey, older stuff that's now on Game Pass is Yakuza Like a Dragon. That means every Yakuza game other Mainline, than the Samurai yeah. spin offs and the PSP games and the shooter, the Dead Souls one, is is now on Game Pass. Like that is so much content. Um it's pretty nuts. They showed this new this is the first time I've wanted to go back to Sea of Thieves. They showed a Pirates of the Caribbean, like full mm-hmm. tie in campaign and ah, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. With with Captain Jack Sparrow and all that, which is like Yeah, I played Sea of Thieves around launch, and I've understand it's gotten much, much better since then. But I was just like, yeah, you know, playing this game alone sucks. But if if Uh there's like a Pirates of the Caribbean campaign, then I can play it alone. Now I'm a bit more interested. I would
1: say playing it alone doesn't quite suck, but it is, I I imagine, a different experience. Because it's it's weirdly peaceful and quiet as long as you're not getting attacked at sea. But just like going Mm. along by yourself, it's it's kind of almost meditating.
2: At the time, they made it really tough to control any ship by yourself, so it did mm. suck. It was just like I can't go anywhere; I'm stuck on this island. But um, I don't know. Let's see. They they showed a lot of they showed um, Psychonauts two. We finally saw a little bit more of that, and they announced that's coming. What September, I believe? August, August twenty fifth.
0: Oh, yeah. I know. I boosted it on
2: FIG. What's happening?
0: Where's <laughs> it's
1: crazy to consider like all this stuff that's coming out in the next few months. Yeah, between We're now and exhausted. October.
2: This one confused me. So they we mentioned earlier they only showed the multiplayer of Halo Infinite, but then they, the way they mm-hmm. talked about it, they made it seem like they're splitting it off from the they campaign are. and it's a standalone thing they first, are. right? Yeah, there, yeah,
0: there'll be a campaign out um, sometime around the holiday twenty twenty. Uh, Brennan, you were saying yeah, I, I, I'm drunk mm-hmm. and terrible. Oh yeah, I
3: I, I don't. I mean, there is some either typos or or, or potentially leaks that maybe it be re- sometime around November for the campaign. And then the multiplayer is just going to be free to play.
0: Yeah, they they, huh. they made it sound like the, the beta will be out when the campaign is out in November. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the, just the a multiplayer. Free... Beta.
2: Okay, okay.
0: Well, what, what what it is is it's the splitting up of a game. That's yeah. you know, yeah. supposed to like boost the stock
2: of Microsoft. But
0: whatever, it's a fucking Halo multiplayer game. If you have Game Pass, it doesn't matter. Well,
2: it, well that's the win. thing. We all we just mentioned, like, most people are playing with Game Pass, so it's like they were going to get that free anyway, so, like, right. fine. But, so, technically, they're capturing the non-Game Pass people. Right. Um, I,
0: I do encourage, like, like name a streaming service, Peacock, cancel it, get Game Pass, you'll be fine. Yeah. You, you'll have a much better life if you're listening <laughs> yeah. to this show. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Arx Fatalis is on it, so go, go get Game Pass. Like, See? Yeah, come on. Yeah, biggest announcement yeah. at the Bethesda Xbox showcase for me. There you go. Which one? The Arx Fatalis being on Game oh, Pass oh, for okay, PC. Okay. So.
1: For me, the biggest announcement was someone said the words Elder Scrolls 6 out loud as right. the thing that's being <laughs> yeah. worked on.
2: I thought uh. for you, Michael, it might be Plague Tale Requiem because you enjoyed the first Plague mm. Tales. So oh, much. I
1: do. I am very excited for Plague Tale Requiem. And, like, that shot in the trailer of the rats, just this wave of rats crashing down a medieval street. And, like, I'm not going to spoil too much from that original game, which is great, by the way, but there is a point from which the sight of swarms of rats goes from being a thing of horror to being like, all right, I can't wait to (laughs) see what these rats are going to do. (laughs) <laughs> that, was the,
0: that was the second best trailer of the conference, my, in my opinion.
2: Yeah. Microsoft, they're, they're, mm. they're the only publisher of First Party that has two rat games. they got Dishonored and Plague Tale, just saying. There you they go. go. Mm-hmm. They, they got rats covered. Uh, yeah. Hey, Slime Rancher 2, actually, I really enjoyed yeah. Slime Rancher. I was excited yes, to see that this Yes, it was a one. lot of fun. Um, Shredders <laughs> <laughs> this is the, weird, the most generic-looking, peaceful snowboarding game I've ever seen. It's, it was very, very... I don't know.
1: Riders Republic, we forgot to mention.
2: Okay, yeah, 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 I'll yeah, say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: I think it was, it was the most low-rent snowboarding game I've ever seen.
2: It. I just it was like, okay, we get another one? Like Maybe there was a reason snowboarding went away as a gaming genre for so long. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I like snowboarding games. I'm a big SSX Amped fan. So, Brendan,
2: so. I'm going to lean on you to tell me about Aiden Chronicles and how that <sighs> relates hey, to Suikoden. Okay, hey, Brendan.
3: Uh, hey. Yes, Aiden Chronicles... Kickstarter game made by the people who made and There's so many different oh! proper nouns in that sentence. Sorry. Um <laughs> And, uh yeah, so it it's in that HD 2D style, but it's the most HD that you've seen the HD oh, 2D cool. style be So that yet.
2: Octopath Traveler a little bit. The, the, yeah. That, that style. I'm not
3: sure. So those games, those HD 2D games are all in Unreal 4, and this looks like it might be. Not that the, uh, this okay. is
1: the first that I've heard of an official connection to Suikoden, but like for whatever reason, like immediately I recognize that art yeah. style. Uh, the, the heroes have it wielding a really stupid weapon. Uh, yeah. it
0: says 100 heroes. This is totally
3: a Suikoden. It's, it's, it, it's just it's just another yeah, it was, it was Suicoden. It was
0: very confusing because they announced another game afterwards. And like, why does this one look cooler? There's two yeah, games, right? The are, are coming the in side
3: scroller action game, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. There you go. The dumber game for me. That's that's what I wanted.
2: So, <laughs> I was hype about, and I think the best trailer of the show, the Outer Worlds 2 trailer was just oh, like...
0: That fuck. is the best trailer. As a yeah, dude who has worked
2: it. on game trailers, I was just fucking felt subtweeted the whole time. I'm like, yes, yeah. yes, I know, <laughs> I know. I, I so I perfect.
0: In terms of, if you want Ether to change or be disrupted, that was the only moment that happened where like it made fun of every trailer that came before it. Literally trailers from the same company that came before mm-hmm. it.
2: <laughs> and the genius of it was they either did or didn't show the worlds from the sequel because it's like it's making fun of they that. Didn't it's didn't like, show oh,
0: anything. <laughs>
1: yeah, we haven't <laughs> done nothing. anything else except this trailer.
2: And it, well, except the logo. And then they showed the, the outer worlds too. It's not even like creative. It's like, oh, yeah, sure, fine. Yeah, you know.
1: sure, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it's great. I love it. So self-aware.
0: It was the most Penn & Teller horse shit I've ever seen <laughs> in E3
2: before. This I was. loved it. Um, Just like, I, I'm i a bro. I love Top Gun. And I love that fucking Top Gun expansion coming to Flight Sim. It's like, Flight Sim. what is oh, that yeah. going to be?
0: I, I remember specifically, I'm like, uh, I'm seeing a Microsoft Flight Simulator coming to Xbox. And I went and I went away. And I moved. I'm like, that's nice for people who like that. And then I hear... Near, 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 like, what?
3: <laughs> and I ran <laughs> back
0: What is happening
2: So question should I see that movie then The original Jesus
0: Christ Brendan
2: Let me ask you this Brendan do you like volleyball <laughs> <laughs> And uh, Would you like to well, see them together Brendan
1: The okay. original is pretty fun It's, a very, 80s. it's okay. a very
2: 80s I
0: would only say because like I, Brendan I I never saw Top Gun for like 20 years of my life Same. Okay uh but when I finally did, I like all those posters and uh obsession with f14 jets came to fruition and I had an uncle in the Air Force and like yeah, it would be fun to ride the fastest jet in the universe and the yeah. idea that that's coming to the biggest flight simulator in the universe right maybe with licenses, meaning music. Uh, Because clearly, you're not going to be able to shoot down stuff. I can't imagine that...
2: That, That's what I want to know, is like, wait, are they adding dogfights? I don't think so. So then it's just, okay, Yeah, you're flying those jets on long missions. Yeah. That's so
0: pretty cool. Add a Top Gun soundtrack. Give me a cool intro. Give me a a guy who's about to die waving cones in my face.
2: This way. I prefer Iron Eagle. Hey, shut up, you. No. (laughs)
0: No. Suck my aces, Iron Eagle 3. Um...
1: (laughs) I think that was the actual time. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was approved by three. Lou Gossett Jr. That was 30
3: seconds. Yeah. 30 second
5: yeah.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> um, they showed off uh, Forza Horizon 5, which looks just as amazing as you would imagine it would. That I is understand.
0: the most clockwork shit of E3. and I, I, I don't care, but I'm also excited. It's the same thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then this one was a little head scratching like it's good but they're like kind of one more thing moment of the ah. show like oh we have one last thing to show you was what Arcane Austin has been working on it's called Redfall mm-hmm. and it looks like Left for Dead with vampires instead of zombies but then I heard oh, after yeah. the announcement people were saying oh no it's it's more open world than Left for Dead but I think it yeah, is oh. still co-op shooter with vampires
3: I believe they also said immersive sim if I'm not mm. mistaken mm. which you know totally Arcane's thing and all of those things have me excited. And I, I, I said this, we, we, the PNB crew and I, we were streaming this. And I said, like, I, everyone was really hyped about it. And I was like, I, it looks great, but I want to see more. And I didn't mean that as, like, a pejorative. It's just like, no, literally, I want to see more. There's so much potential here. And that's kind of right, what I felt about a lot of the stuff that was at, at least the big stuff that was at Microsoft. Yeah, it was because, like, because
0: back, Backfill Blood was like, this is your standard... Left for Dead experience, right?
2: With which come into Game Pass, you, you, play, do, right, you, do you, you
0: do your single player, multiplayer thing, and you're wiped every time. Whereas, like uh, the game we just talked about, it, like you're not, you have progress that
2: carries over. Yeah, that um, relates to one of the the themes I think of the entire E3, but definitely exemplified in the Xbox conferences. So, in recent years, gaming has been trending more toward only announce your thing six to eight months before launch, right. and then you go out there. We got so many announcements, and it's clearly because of COVID, yeah, of games that were coming in 2022, and they clearly <laughs> said that like coming 2022. There were actually relatively few games that are like, oh yeah, by the way, this is coming this year. You'll be able to. This play is this the most soon. trustworthy
0: release dates I've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> of covering, working, and following the games industry.
2: It's it's just wild to me that it's like okay, so we're kind of going back to these longer lead announcements. But I think the reason is it's just the platform holders need people to know. No, no, there are. Way more games alive. coming. Yeah, we're, we're still... still our Brothers is still doing something. But it's just Despite a lot... I'd say the biggest discovery. announcements we saw at the show, at least to me, were all 2022 things. There's very few, mm-hmm. like, 20, 20... Okay, that I didn't already know about. Like, Far no, Cry 6 is coming. There's a, high, actually a know, lot right. a
0: lot of, like, uh, three-month things that were announced for them in the Microsoft press conference. And I wish Sony was there to do the same thing, but they, decided, they opted out. Yeah. Um, bummer but I, I i know they have things too
2: yeah but so i i mean overall though i think the xbox conference is again tied for top show with me it was followed by the square enix show and i, I think it was a little tough to it's always tough for like a single publisher even mm-hmm. one as big as square enix to follow a first party because first party's just gonna have look at all the shit that we have you know yes it's, um, whereas i Our i personally thought, i personally thought the square enix show was fine like for me yes. like the you know other than there was like some long segues into the mobile space and I'm like mobile and e3 please can we stop this is not mixing this is not a thing but this one a lot of people had a negative reaction to Brendan dude you probably are more familiar with why I was trying to figure out from i I I'm like why do people seemingly hate this show so, so much? um I kind of
3: went on I don't want to say a rant about this but uh my thing was they really like, lampshaded what they were going to show. They're like, hey, guys, we are just showing this. And mm-hmm. the fact that, that is, the fact that we got a couple announcements on top of what they showed is impressive. Now, what they showed were um, that Final Fantasy 1 through 6 are coming as, not as a collection, but as separate games to Steam and Mobile. They're another set of remakes that are just slightly different pixel art. And, you know... A lot of people f- heard rumors about this and immediately were like, "It's going to be on Switch. It's going to be on PlayStation. I get to play these games wherever I want." And you can't.
0: Well, I can say this now. We, 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 Matt and I talked about this and like, um, the reason they didn't mention them being on Switch is because the Sw- they'll announce them in the Switch press conference,
2: and they never did.
3: Now, well, so I don't know if I if, if this is confirmed, but I did see some yeah. rumors that Square is saying, "No, we're not putting it anywhere else," and so. Okay, uh, that's a bit of a bummer, right? And then the other thing that they announced that no one really saw coming, but was also heavily rumored, was the Final Fantasy Origin thing. And mm. we all saw how very divisive that reveal was, even though, like, Matt and I played it. It's fun, but it was super hokey. Like, it was kind of a disappointment when you first saw it. So I think people went in not believing that okay square enix is literally just going to show these like four games and then there's and then the surprises we did get weren't great they yeah. weren't you know i think people wanted oh they say they're going to show like five things but we know they're going to show final fantasy 7 remake 2 i just know it and final fantasy 16 is going to be there and we're going to see uh, all yeah, I think people stuff. And people
2: go in wanting 16 and i'm like have you been paying attention Fuck yeah off. like that and, is not how this industry works you know And like,
3: I, I think the same thing about the next press conference we'll talk about but it's like I I get why people are disappointed. They told you exactly what they were going to show. And so if you hyped yourself up beyond that, that's kind of on you.
2: I I think, though, they they kicked it off right. So you're not a fan of of Guardians of the
3: Galaxy.
2: Yeah, Guardians, they they kicked off their show with Guardians of the Galaxy, which looks like single-player... Avengers. It looks like the, the stuff everyone liked about Avengers, yeah. they're like, we're making a game based on that. Like, the I, campaign mode for Avengers was fun as hell. You know, it's just when you tried to repeat missions in the live service, you're like, oh, okay, this, this isn't as fun anymore. You know, it seems but, like the worst thing I've ever experienced in my whole life. I, I, no, I, the yeah, it, no, the campaign was repeating... fine. No, the idea of repeating. It's very destiny. It's it straight up pulls a destiny. It's like you're going to replay the mission with the same mission dialogue, yeah, the same fun. story going and on. I, I
0: didn't feel good at I, I never felt good at the Avengers.
2: Right, right. But I mean, so Guardians looks like that, but but single player. You know, like it's it's less reliant on replaying and grinding. It's just like no, you're yeah. gonna play out a story over a few hours. Sorry, Brendan, what were you gonna say?
3: Oh, I was just gonna say I I also got like some Final Fantasy VII remake vibes from from the combat and the interactions with the characters. And, oh sure, yeah, yeah. You know, I, maybe I didn't want to watch twenty minutes of that game. I'll be honest, but that
0: that's uh, the thing
2: it ran a little long. That,
0: that was the that was the uh, adult note to the Square Press. No one showed multiple minutes of gameplay reveal. Like show a trailer, say something's coming out, and move on. And they're like, "Here's fifteen minutes of yeah, our here's game. a dev diary." And, like, and, yeah.
2: and hey, get we get it. We're we're going to be a four hour podcast. Are you but kidding? Like, <laughs> There's a new episode sort of Sweet Tooth. I could be watching right now. I don't like, but I it's do but this. it's. It's weird to kick off with 15 minutes of that, whereas that's something that would be in, like, a Nintendo treehouse following oh, right. their press conference. Like, oh, we're going right. to do our deep dive after this. And it's like, oh, no. Oh, you're doing this now. Oh, okay. And then they, they, they kicked over to show Avengers, which has an amazing-looking expansion coming with the Black Panther War for Wakanda It's a good expansion. trailer. What happened to Spidey? Did he never come to the PS4 uh, They version? said it like... wouldn't be this year. Like, okay, um...
0: so... Yeah, it'll be next year, I think. Because
2: they keep launching these expansions, and I'm like, where the fuck is Spidey? Though? Well, like, I, that's I, why I think, people I, got that version. If I'm
0: not mistaken, Black Panther was supposed to come out last year, but like Chadwick Boseman's death put a oh. kind of a bummer yeah. on that. So like they they, mm, they, yeah. they they pulled that. But the trailer looked great. Everybody wants to play as Black Panther. That'd be fucking yeah. awesome. I would buy that game right now.
2: I think a lot of ire was directed toward this next game. Babylon's Fall got fucking savage, oh, well, yeah. dude. Why is that, Brendan? Uh, it, it it
3: looks different. You know, it, it didn't... When it was first revealed, it had a more... It has a slightly different art style, and it... The implication was, hey, this is going to be Platinum and Square's next big single-player action RPG in the vein of Nier Automata. Right. and then okay. and then they kind of just slip it in there like hey it's a live service and that has Ooh. that's become kind of a four letter word for some people you know like they some folks just want to do their single player action rpg and they don't want to be like chasing the the, the live service carrot and i understand that i i i i was never super like hyped about babylon's fall to begin with um i'm not into platinum's particular flavor of of action game i don't dislike them i think they're they're good it's just not necessary for me but i can see why people are disappointed
2: yeah but i think that art style change too was really jarring for people like, whoa yeah. uh they shut off a bunch of life is strange stuff so they got true colors mm-hmm. which i think is the next one there's a remaster of the original which i love life is strange one so great like i've, I've said before if you're just gonna go play one of those play that one that's that, the one that, that's where i'm at but i
0: told you like I, I don't, I don't care about this anymore.
2: <laughs> it's it's tough for me to, to, I'll be honest, to get excited for another one of these. It was just because uh, like I, the the last ones I played like an episode of, and then just forgot to play the rest. Then I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess it feels I should go like back and finish the. Tintarevovich
0: novels. Like I'm just I'm fucking tired of this shit. <laughs> Holy God!
5: It's
2: it's like I'm getting strong Telltale game energy of like I have all these piled up now yeah. in my game story queue and it's it's all hours of content so yeah uh speaking of hours of content legend of mana is getting a remaster of this year so that's the weird nice. PlayStation 1 game right that uh, it is yep um then they showed off a bunch of mobile st- of mobile stuff the most interesting of which i think to me was that hitman sniper game that kind of ac- action sniper game that's pretty cool man so i don't know i didn't see <laughs> all in all kind of a mixed showing for Square there was definitely some Mm -hmm. good stuff but then there were some head scratching moments on there um let's see Capcom did like a small little showcase this one was especially weird because literally nothing new yeah revealed it was just talking (laughs) about stuff we knew for Michael and I we were we were excited it seems like Resident Evil Village is definitely Uh, this is when due
1: to popular demand
2: according to my job I, I I I Officially, like I
0: don't want to get updates for what these people are saying anymore <laughs> <laughs> because of this press conference. Because it was like four games were delivering up gate, updates to, but nothing new. Mm-hmm. And
2: yeah, yeah, they, they showed off some more of Monster Hunter stories too. Yeah,
1: great, oh, yeah, yeah, that great. was kind of the big. And more in
0: and a four update to Monster Hunter Rise was the best Monster Hunter in years. Yeah. Um, Agreed. and great. Bye. Yeah, they
2: spoke to fans, I think, that the great Ace Attorney Chronicles got kind of a little showcase. Yes. And so the people who are excited for that are going to be excited for it regardless, yeah. but fine.
0: But also better off dead. But, 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 <laughs> but, uh, but, but the Resident <laughs> Evil announcement was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. And I don't believe it, it was for a second.
1: It was just that there was no DLC planned. And it's like due to popular demand, work has just started on DLC. Like, okay, so this is gonna be twenty twenty two
2: three.
0: I, w- I worked there several years ago and in, in announcing you've worked you've all worked in games. So like announcing DLC for a game before it's out is the norm. Uh yes. for them yes. yeah. that became like people will murder us if, if we will if we announce DLC. We've had two games with on disk DLC and people hate that and uh, the idea that game part parts of a game are done before they're available for sale oh so irritating and, and like I think I think they're broken and the the idea that they announce it like this that's it's it's, it's toxic gamers have <laughs> broken them. This was always going to happen but they couldn't announce it.
1: Well, I will say that Resident Evil Village left me so hungry for more right. that I went and finally played Resident Evil 7's DLC. P-
0: right, which P- is S- great S- by T- the way. That's the really way it invented. is for most Capcom games that have DLC. And I've had, I personally have had death threats, uh, like for just announcing DLC several years ago. Capcom fans are the worst. That's all I'm saying. Again, I've been on the other side, where, like, people are death... Like, "Wow, damn, dare you not show this all to me at once? And then, like, this is the first time ever, like, we didn't announce anything. Like, you motherfuckers, I'll kill you if you don't make more. Um, so <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. I fucking hate gamers. You all should die.
2: <laughs> I mean, so who who has the more rabid fan base, Capcom fans or N- Nintendo fans? Because the Nintendo mm. show... I think they appease Nintendo. Yeah, but the Nintendo, Nintendo fans. Nintendo's allowed
0: to waste $30 million in something stupid.
1: Eh. Nintendo fans are more like, how dare you have an opinion on whether or not Nintendo should release deals? I'll kill you.
0: <laughs> like, look, look at Splatoon, a game that no one bought, no one plays, and they support endlessly.
2: <laughs> so. Capcom ended up kind of on the outs for their first Nintendo announcement, but it looks like the uh, Nam- Namco uh, got got in there with the Tekken. There's a new Tekken character right. coming yeah, to yeah, Smash uh-huh. with Kazuya, Kazuya, Kazuya. Mish- Mishima from uh, from the Tekken and series. And it's creating memes, and I love guy. it. Please throw more people off cliffs. I love it. Yeah. I, dude, that trailer's so funny. Like all it's the so memes great. that came out of that. He's he, and then of course at the end he throws Kirby off, and we <laughs> all called yeah. it like. He's going to flow back.
0: Behind I sent the trailer course. to my my, my friend's house. He's like, I don't get it. And I drove over to his house and like, fuck you, dude. I like, like, <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, if, if... there's a game where Kazuya and, and and Terry Bogard and Ryu and a fucking uh, uh, shit, uh, Belmont. I'm trying to fucking come up. Or with Simon I mean. Belmont. Or Simon, Simon Belmont. Babies. Uh, and, and like, in Mario and Kirby are in a game. This is fucking amazing. And he like, if you, I wish you could hear my fighting game fans talk about Smash. Like, I don't want anything to do with those stinky feet fucking people. Uh, but <laughs> they're a weird breed. But like, and like, you no, know, you deserve to be excited about this. Pay the fifty bucks. Like, enjoy
2: the game. It's, an, it's a it's just a very different style of fighting game. Yeah, I'm but if, if you remember,
0: like when when Terry Bogard was a that that is my still my. Like other than Banjo Kazooie, um, that is my favorite announcement. Terry Bogard coming in the game. They brought like at least seventeen other uh, uh, Neo Geo characters into the game in the uh, area they were in. So this means that like Tekken characters are gonna. Th- there's gonna be a Tekken level, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be Tekken mm-hmm. people in that level. That's fucking rad. It's so yeah. dope.
2: Yeah, that, yeah. That means <laughs> yeah. there's like mere mere characters. Yeah, there's and all gonna kinds be Echo Fighter. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. You but might I see love Hihachi. It,
1: I've seen two streams of fan art coming out of that that trailer. One is uh, Kazuya drops everyone else off a cliff, and, of course, now Kazuya and Kirby are friends. Yes. Like, lots of fan art of them being friends. Because,
2: because Kirby can't be dropped off a cliff. Exactly. No. I think I posted one to the LTC of Mario dropping the penguin off the cliff. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry, sorry. all day. <laughs> I, I love that, that Smash
0: Brothers. Is and continues to be a place where Japanese IPs can go play with mm-hmm. the ex-
2: with one or two exception. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wonderful. So then they showed off uh, Life is Strange, but it's weird. It was like in this cartoon style. So I don't know. Is all of that Life is Strange remastered in True Colors collection in a I, different I thought style that was on just Switch?
1: An, I thought an was, animation to promote that? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Coming. I was going
2: to say that would be that'd be like a. They be like that Ghostbusters game which is like hey it's the same game we just did it in an anime style and we mm. completely changed the I would levels. say cool. if you
0: cared at all from the trailer you saw you deserve an HBO Max account because there's plenty of shows <laughs> that are better than this game at <laughs> delivering it whatever it does.
2: So they confirm Guardians of the Galaxy is coming mm-hmm. to Switch. Um, they th- Actually, I watched this trailer with one of my kids, and we are excited for Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania, the remaster of all the Monkey Ball games on one compilation. Those games are fantastic. Uh, everyone
0: is dumb for not liking them. Um, I wish you were all dead if you don't have a Monkey Ball ringtone.
2: It, it has all the mini games too. I was excited to see, oh, there's Monkey Pool. Monkey and Fight, Monkey Pool, Monkey Target. Mm. And it's for, this will make you feel old, the 20th anniversary of Super Monkey Ball. You no, know, I feel old every day.
1: 20 years since that GameCube
5: launch, man.
2: So here's another kind of thing that they're re-releasing that people were excited about. So Mario Party Superstars is not, as I wished, a DLC for Super Mario Party. No, no. It is five boards from, I want to say it's all the classic N64, like basically the ones that people who like Mario Party agree are the best it Mario Party five
0: games. Mar- five N64 boards. <laughs>
2: Yes, but 100, 100 mini-games. Um, but they, I think the one thing that is exciting about this, because uh, to play Super Mario Party, you have to have Joy-Cons for every player. And it's like, yeah, I literally had why to buy I additional have them. Joy-Cons.
0: I was dating a girl with two kids, and I want to return them every day.
2: But with this game, they showed someone playing it on the light. And I think you can play it with Pro Controller as well, so it seems less reliant on all the Joy-Con gimmicky stuff, which makes sense. It's based Mm, on old mini-games. I just want to say,
0: I thought Mario Party games were effortless effortless games. And then they're like, well, remake them. I'm like, we can only do 10.
2: (laughs) It's... It, that's, the, I mean, what annoys me is I'm like, it's five boards. You couldn't have sold me those five boards in Super we, Mario. We pa- only do you. five boards. Like, there's
0: not enough time because we're with a Mario Party team. <laughs> what the fuck? But
2: it's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's been a few years since Super Mario Party. So it, other publishers, you wouldn't blink an eye if it's like, oh, it's three to four years between releases. Fine. They have a new game coming out. But only with Nintendo because they kind of milk the same game for so long do we go wait a minute I
0: another might, mario party game i might also wish they were dead because of this pushing
1: <laughs> <You're laughs> a lot of people the dead. Long i know i'm you so very drunk and it's like three you know in the morning what or who
2: is not so. dead samus mario. is not dead oh no, samus, samus is not dead and, yeah. and metroid dreads is is,
3: ah, i
2: can't believe everybody should be excited it's, about it, that
1: not only is it happening it's happening in a few
3: months i yes october man right? i go go I am so so. Metroid is my favorite video game he series is. of all yes. time.
2: I mean, if you, if you're right gonna say you're not showing four Prime, this, <laughs> the, then you got to show something, right? Like I I,
3: I I was actually shocked when they're like, and uh, so we're not showing Prime Four, but we're gonna show you another one, and then you know Metroid Five. I was like, okay, awesome, and I'm calling it Dread, and yeah. it's mm-hmm. perfect, and it looks great. I'm yeah, I'm uh, watching uh, well, the trailer I, three much, times. Like yeah. this is very un Nintendo. It's mm. it was so good and and it, it reminded me of the how they were with Samus Returns where they're like oh hey uh, we're making another Metroid yeah. here you go
1: well I, I think the Metroid Dread trademark like leaked a while ago
3: it was and nobody a long knew what time it was ago. Yeah. it was, yeah. it was yeah. like sixteen years yeah
0: but ago. I, it was, I, like, I never a long time. I never trusted Nintendo to make something internally that might might scare players but they are. Yeah.
1: And it's 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 Mer- Mercury Steam, the same mm-hmm. company that did uh, Samus Returns and also the uh, the Castlevania, yes, uh, Lords of Shadow uh, games. But um, yeah, like they, if I don't know if you watched the presentation they had with it, like that there is going to be like that, what is it, the, the Emmy? Emmy, the yeah. yeah, the the Stalker Droid that it's like it's invulnerable to all of your attacks. It is very fast. It will chase you relentlessly, and if it catches you, it will
3: kill you. It's like the SAX from um, mm-hmm. Fusion and also the Xenomorph from Alien Isolation. So seems cool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But super fast. Mm-hmm. And, and I think when you said a moment ago, you're like, yeah, that's not very Nintendo of them. I'd say Metroid's probably the most un-Nintendo thing Nintendo does. It's, Absolutely. Probably, yeah, I think Nintendo would agree with that as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this is very Nintendo. But I love this series. There's a new WarioWare game coming. Yeah, Get it together, yeah. people. Get it together.
1: Ah, it's me, Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: God
2: damn it! Um, so this is yeah. Is it really new though? I think are these the games from the 3DS game? They're just putting them in HD on Switch now, or are these all new mini games?
1: I'm not sure. Actually, they made it sound like it was all new, and that uh, depending on the character you play as, there's like different ways to play each of the mini games or micro games. So that's that's pretty neat.
2: I mean, it's new to me. You know, I didn't play the, the last one. So, yeah, I'm excited for this. Like, I'm I'm so glad this series is not completely dead. This is one of those mm. we've been asking for for a long time. So, yeah, the, the Joy-Con shit they're going to do, with, it's going to be great. Right. It's, it's mm-hmm. going to be really fun. Yeah, it's um, all going to be
1: fantastic. Maybe they'll actually use that light sensor that you, like, pretended to eat a hot dog with in 1-2-Switch. Uh, right, uh, right, right, yeah.
2: yeah. I want to do a minigame where I... I smoke a cigarette as Wario because you know he smokes, uh-huh. right? Like he's
1: he's got that ah, voice. Yeah. yeah, ah, Wario indulges in unhealthy
2: habits. <laughs> he smokes unfiltered camels. Ah, <laughs> uh, Shin Megami Tensei V coming November twelfth.
3: Yeah. yeah,
1: which reminded me, like, oh right, so Shin Megami Tensei Four was a three
2: DS exclusive, right? Yeah, damn. Mm. Uh, there's a collection of Danganronpa games coming yeah, out. So Yay, yeah, yeah, yeah. those doggone
1: rompers. <laughs>
2: um, Fatal Frame. Is is this a new game? This Maiden of Black Water is coming I, to Switch. I think
1: it's a remastered version of a Wii U game. I it believe is now, so. like,
2: super expensive
1: because it was okay. produced in small quantities.
2: Uh, speaking of remasters the remaster announcement of the show for me and many others. Fucking, we're getting Advance Wars, baby. Yes, we're really cool. Advance, Advance Wars
1: 1 and 2 reimagined.
2: and Re- Reboot Camp is what it's called. Yes. Yeah, 1 and 2 ah, Reboot yeah, yeah. Camp. But it, is, so it cool. is reimagined and rebuilt. Like, the graphics are different, and let's just say they're a stylistic choice and leave sure. it at that. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was always kind of like that.
2: And I'm not there for the graphics. I'm there fucking for the awesome tactics and just the feel of like they just had a unique formula and the balance yeah. of, of the units and stuff was just really great and fun and magical at the time to be like I'm playing this advanced tactics game in a handheld game. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you play?
3: Uh, I played the Wargroove game, which is kind of like I did. Um, I did. But I did you
2: play it. the other one
3: that it was like a 3D? One with a lot of Fog of War. I forget what it's called. No, okay.
2: no. I think I, I remember. I know what you're talking about, but no, I, I didn't play it. I, I okay. felt like Wargroove was enough of my spiritual successor yeah. for that year. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm good, you know? So. But uh, no, I'm very excited. I know TL Foster was like, lost yeah, his shit. He's really excited for this. Yeah. One.
5: Hmm. yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and then to celebrate the Zelda 35th anniversary, mm-hmm. uh, I feel like it maybe got short shrift compared to Mario, but there's stuff, right? So sure. they showed the uh Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamities expansion uh expansion pass that's coming in June or starts in June. They saw a little they showed a little bit of Skyward Sword HD. Mm-hmm. Um this next one Dave Redden was I think tweeted was like his announcement of the show. There's a Zelda themed game and watch coming oh, with yeah. like three Zelda games on it, right? It's, yes. so, it's-,
0: it's so weird. I I hated the Mario game and watch thing. But this I love. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I legit, legitimately love. Well, it's
1: mm-hmm. like it's OG Zelda, Zelda mm-hmm. Two, and it's the, the game, third game that that. Uh, oh right, the Game Boy One. It's Game yeah. Boy yeah. Links Awakening. Awaken. Awaken,
2: Awaken, yeah. It's, not the, it's yeah. not the remake, but then yeah,
1: it, I was I was thinking about that that weird mini game they have with like uh, Link Squash. But it's not. Yes, it's not, so it's that not
0: DX. It's not uh, the uh, Switch one. It's just no. the original. Yeah. yeah. Nice.
2: Right. Nice. Right. Hmm. I think I'm most excited about the playable clock sequences, which, like, the yeah. clocks basically yeah. look like Zelda mm. overhead maps. I like that. Um, and then, last but not least, they, they had to do it. They they finally showed Breath of the Wild 2. We saw more yeah, Breath yeah, yeah. of the Wild
6: 2. It's finally. been so long, Michael. What do I do?
1: <laughs> and it's going to be in the skies above Hyrule. Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: it looks like Skyward Sword in that part. Yeah. I'm like, don't do that. Don't it's do it's that. It the- like <laughs> Skyward Sword. They, it looked like...
0: Um, What's the Ubisoft game <laughs> that you worked on? Oh,
2: Immortals, Phoenix oh, Rising. Like, yeah. yeah. Immortals,
0: yeah. Phoenix He looked like the character from that.
2: Uh, I, think he's, I think he's supposed to be the legendary hero because he's got the longer hair in, in that. Mm-hmm. In that scene. No,
0: I get so. it. But, like, uh, I don't need that game enhanced that much. I'm so, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see.
2: What excited me is it it was giving Majora's mask vibes because they were they were fucking around with like backwards playing music and time segments in the trailer and I'm like, Oh, did they did they do one of these? Did they fucking do one of these again? Where they're like
1: Yeah, somebody did like try to reverse the the backwards sounding voices and it's like, Oh, it sounds exactly the same, played the other way. But those voices are kind of like they're similar to what was in Twilight Princess for like you know the the dark world denizens would make right. noises kind of like that. So yeah, yeah. That, those are the vibes I got from those.
2: There was some new like functionality stuff. Like there's that power movie he has where he just goes through a cliff through the, top. Yeah, like,
1: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: We've all been there when you're like climbing cliffs and you're like about to lose your grip and you're, like fuck if I could just go through that lip, right turn to water, mm-hmm. yeah, work through. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Does that? But um, and then I. I don't know, I, I think people were talking, like, this one might look more dungeony, which mm-hmm. which I know is, is a choice that, Chris, I think you really love the lack of dungeons in Skyward Sword, right? You, I never just... meant
0: it to say I miss dungeons, because I would like to do those things. Um, okay. I would like to spend a lot of time underground solving puzzles, and I don't think that's what makes Breath of the Wild great, by not having those. So, like, mm-hmm. th- to, to me, they could announce any kind of new game plus for this it would still be better than any other game release this year
2: it's I mean it yeah. looks amazing um, <laughs> no. oh they, they did confirm though 2022 right right like, this is yeah. not this year uh, this is and China. that's I mean
3: it's understandable right it's they want it to be as good as as the last one was it was so well received you know it has its detractors but uh, I I love that game and, <laughs> I don't, I don't um, entertain those people at all they're, like, they're um, like people who say the
0: election was stolen and, and like massive. <laughs> like, you, like your opinion doesn't matter. You're an idiot. Well, we should add them to the list. They
2: they should die too, right? Yeah. Yes.
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, now the real debate comes: weapon degradation, yay or nay? That's where this we're gonna. Maybe split I am the show fine that with that one. I am fine with it.
1: I'm okay with it. I wouldn't miss it either.
2: I wouldn't miss the UI juggling I had to do in menus. A no, lot. Of that's true. It. Yeah, it is true. Yeah, but yeah. So, but they didn't. They didn't announce if that's coming back or not. So that is that is still the question on that one. But I, know, I just I
0: just a uh, light plug because we'll talk about it. Um, it's the 10th anniversary of the Ocarina of Time 3D edition. Oh wow! Oh, oh wow. Is wow! Wonderful, um, wonderful, and it's and really good. Should be able to be upresed on other systems. So I, I wish I, I that I was kind of holding out for that
2: yeah overall no nintendo i had hinted earlier this was my other favorite show it's Mm kind of tied with xbox i feel like it was very solid they had a few surprise announcements but they weren't with like the bigger brands. so it was like okay that's really cool but like it it's not like the that would have put it over as the best show like i didn't get any sure i'm still i'm still
0: still floored by the idea like they came up with a 2d metroid which people make on Steam every thir- 30 seconds. Sure, yeah, yeah.
5: <laughs> and we sure. didn't
0: ask about Metroid Prime 4. <laughs> like, <laughs> Well, they
1: said Metroid Prime 4 is coming, yeah, but yeah. Uh, in
0: the meantime... I know, yeah. but it's also been several years, and they showed one trailer for a game we could all make
2: with, like, three
0: or <laughs> <like> three, <laughs> three, three, four people. it'll still be better.
2: I thought it was solid, but yeah, as others have pointed out, a lot of games have played before, just now on Switch. When you look at that show as a well, whole, you're like, okay, I, I get it. You know, but, I
0: know. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm an it's Nintendo fair. brain guy. I, I'm being honest with myself.
2: They they still have that Nintendo magic, where just the way they package it and stuff. Like, I got excited yeah. for this show,
0: just the way I sent. Same yeah, way I sent Xbox. you guys that, that that like Nintendo will announce all ports and still win E3 because they would because they're still better games than whatever's coming out.
2: Mm-hmm. But I think if you ask most people, they would tell you Nintendo probably won the show. I don't know what. How, what no, I, I would say
0: Microsoft it, and just the idea that like I am not paying for any of the games they showed.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's fucking nuts.
0: They're all coming
2: on Game Pass. Yeah. I think. I mean, yeah. it's very clear they were. My, Microsoft was great if you if you want to play on one of the next gen platforms. It's like yeah, it, I mean, but they, but then again. There's no Sony show to compare it to, right? So it's like, yeah, they kind of win by default because Nintendo does their own little thing over here. But, uh, you know.
1: I I did enjoy uh, Devolver's. What was it? Devolver Max Pass Plus, whatever it was. It's like like just making fun (laughs) of the idea of a Game Pass style service where it's like, yeah, it's, it's a totally free service that gives you access. To game purchases. It doesn't give you the purchases, that would be insane, but you get, you get <laughs> access to the ability to purchase them.
2: Yeah, so I wanted to yeah, round up like all those smaller shows. There was Gorilla Collective, Day of the Devs, mm. PC Gamer, Future had a show, Gearbox had a thing, Bandai Namco had a thing for one game that wasn't Elden Ring, it was weird. Uh, Limited Run had a thing.
1: Limited Run. Limited Run bringing Turbo Duo... Uh, Dracula X Rondo. of loading. Oh, yeah. That is crazy. That is absolutely yeah. crazy. What is the market <laughs> for this?
0: Do you want to play this game? Have you always wanted to play it? I hope you have a turbo duo. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> do you want to just own it so you can say you do? Now's your chance. Well, my
2: big limited run announcement was River City Girls 2 was oh, so
1: good. coming. Which, so good. did they show any of that or is it just that logo? With like a couple of midriffs.
2: I to be honest I don't know. I don't know if a trailer exists or not. I mean if it did it would look just like the first one which is totally fine. You're going to get that same game. Just, you know. Sure. It which is for those who don't know, it's the Scott Pilgrim game. <laughs> like it's very <laughs> much that it's they're, very all, similar. they're all they're they're all Kudio games at the end of the day. Code. Mm-hmm. Um the
0: game I was the game I was most excited for was Back for Blood. And okay, well, I'm
2: I'm talking from the indie stuff, from the smaller No, no, but I'm just saying or... from
0: from there and the idea that like that was a good announcement where like I'm not paying for that now which I thought yeah, I yeah that was. was in
2: the Xbox and then I think Warner did a showcase but it was just a back for blood showcase yeah. right that's yeah
0: yeah it's, it's, it's but we were talking about that before we're like um, uh, usually E3 would be like here's $3,000 worth of games Braah! do whatever you want like I'm gonna buy this and this and this and everything else is stupid and then like all those arguments disappear with Game Pass. Yeah, that that like yeah, and- I, like I'm just I just have this. I'm not I don't have to argue
2: over Halo and Killzone because I'm just going to have Halo. In fact, I think one of the reasons I wasn't paying super close attention to a lot of these indie shows is I just assume I'm going to get a lot of the best yeah. of those as part Light. of Game Pass. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. that two game Lake later. looks beautiful to me. I'm so excited for Lake, and I'm like, that seems like a Game Pass. If you game. haven't a Game Pass Yomi. holder,
0: if, if you're if you have not in the Game Pass holder, if if you make an indie splash, two months from then you will be free on Game Pass.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm.
2: Anything or, to, to you stand out, Brendan? Is like an indie um, or show? Yeah, small I, I, I
3: I can't recall the name of it, um, but it's like the. It's got that that boomer shooter vibe where it's werewolves and it's slow motion. Um, is it
2: Wizard with a not Wizard with a gun? No, not Wizard with a gun. It's it's
3: got more of like a low res, uh, low poly feel, kind of oh, like okay. old Quake yeah. games, but it's. Or, like, the original Max Payne, you know, it's, and it's bullet time, and um, actually, it reminds me a lot of Painkiller, is what it reminds me of. Um, uh, okay. There's that, and then there was also um, uh, Death's Door. Looks really yes. interesting. Like, yeah. Uh, kinda like, kind of like, maybe some Hades vibes, some, um, I don't know, you guys played Blue Light? You got vibes of- from that. Um, played,
2: yeah. loved Haley, Hades, though, so. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I love seeing Hades pop up in Microsoft press conference. Two years later, you can have this game.
2: Yeah, the other smaller thing that kept popping up that I just people seem really excited about is the sequel to Jurassic World Evolution. I couldn't Not tell if they were just excited. They were excited for, for, for Goldblum or the actual game itself. Like,
0: Not a know, bad game, but none of those have been bad games. We just don't care. Mm. You don't want to go. your Isn't Jurassic
2: that park. the Roller Coaster Tycoon team? It's, it's, it's like the, a theme it's park the sim. It's
0: park management version of Jurassic Park. Right, yeah. Whereas we all want Trespass. We want the Trespass <laughs> version of Jurassic yeah, Park. Yeah.
2: let Alright, let's go around the room and real quick, the grades. So overall I was glad E3 was back. For me, it's kind of a c plus b minus c3 it's like yeah okay you got effort obviously like chris was saying just getting something out there dealing with all the bullshit we have been props to everyone involved but it, it in terms of like e3 overall showings it was it was great but not like the best e3 for me or anything like that. but i thought it was solid effort no i i yeah. thought there
0: was tons of stuff to look forward to and i'm done di- i'm in a position where i'm dying for things to look forward to Aww. What so? What's your grade on this one, Chris? So, like, a little higher? Or a, low? Like A? a like oh, a? Damn! A, anybody who survived this shit and like uh, announced a game, good for them. It, it, it was a really, really bad time for everyone.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, it's it, and for the industry, it's rough. You got dev teams mm-hmm. that are norm, right. normally in the same studio working on shit, and it's like, oh, by the way, you're all working from home now. So, mm-hmm. good luck with that.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna echo that. Like, you know, I'm I'm just happy to see this come back. Uh, E3 is always fun, and uh, you know I, I give it a solid B. Like you know, I, I feel like okay, it's 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 winding up to something. There's a lot of cool announcements. There's no Sony, which is kind of a bummer. Yeah. But um, you know, it, it, solid effort all around.
2: No Sony, no EA either. EA didn't do. I mean, normally mm-hmm. the, their thing is yeah, look at our next yeah, sports games. They were just not,
1: not quite as much uh, razzle dazzle as I'm used to with E3, but uh, solid effort.
2: EA had just had Battlefield. Sorry, correction. They they had Battlefield a lot of stuff, but it was that's very true. Game, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Brendan? What would grade overall?
3: Well, I mean, if I was judging this uh, from a journalist point of view, objective, trying to be you know removed from it, it maybe a B minus. But look, we have three over the last few days. We've gotten announcements or or reveals for three games that are the follow-ups to some of my favorite games of all time. We got Elden Ring, Metroid Dread, and then more of Breath of the Wild 2 stuff. And it's, it's either coming in a few months or next year. And I came away super excited. Like, how could I not be? Those are three of my favorite games of all time or favorite franchises of all time, uh, getting their next, uh, there installment. Be so a
0: subcategory of like, I would never ever buy flight simulator, but now I'm going to have it with top gun.
3: Mm. Yeah, yeah, I know, right. And, and like,
0: it's so crazy.
3: Well, and then, yeah, yeah, I mean, and then Xbox Game Pass, like, only gets stronger. So, I don't know. I came out of it feeling really good. I know it wasn't the Megaton announcement after Megaton announcement that people were hoping after a year of COVID for some reason. I mean, these things are going to be delayed for a while, guys. But, um, I don't know. I was pretty good with it. I would give it an 8 from my own personal... From my own personal...
2: Just stamp two point. A's, a B, and then I think I went B-. minus. All right. Nice. Well, that's all... Look, I know this seems like a long segment. We just wrapped up E3 in 90 minutes. That's right. some kind of record for video game podcasts. So that's pretty good, but <laughs> that's all the news that's fit to play. It's
0: only when you're judging against Giant Bomb, but it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all
1: right. Uh, let's get into the community segment, um, mm-hmm. which is always segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember... Is tell us your favorite save-related story, whether it's uh, you know rediscovering
0: an old save
3: or uh, getting something deleted. Hey Brendan, do you have a good save story? (laughs) I do actually. Um, Oh, all right. It's 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 a quick one, I promise. Um, So, um, I know I've had like multiple times where I've like lost save progress or whatever, but the most like vivid save-related memory that I have is. We had an N64 growing up, I mentioned earlier, and most of the games we had were all battery saves, but the Nintendo 64 also had the memory pack for some games. Mm-hmm. One of them is Rayman 2, oh, no. and my brother and I did not have a memory pack, so um, so he and I would start Rayman from the beginning, play as long as we could, and then we'd have to rest- you know, restart it every single time, until we realized that you could just leave the N64 on and turn off the TV, and we did that for like three I days until the game just decided, "I'm done, guys," and completely <laughs> yeah. just borked out. But uh, we got like almost to the end of the game doing that, so I mean, it's it's more of a, a an anti-save story, but yeah, that's my <laughs> most vivid save-related story.
2: Damn! Damn! Fight against the man. Uh, You're like, fuck that. We don't need a save. card. Yeah, that I ran was down this thing. that, was the, that was the moment that ratified the yes. N64.
0: I remember that, like pausing. The, the yeah. Donkey Kong 64 in particular, like, would was a cacophony through my room <laughs> when I paused it, and like, I'm, yeah, I don't have the save pack, um, but I'm not hmm. never. i yeah, I di- I did that like just
1: leaving a game paused with the TV off, like th- through the NES, Super Nintendo, N64. Pretty it much is, until the console started having moving parts, like with the PlayStation. It is
0: the story of Ninja Gaiden for me. Ninja, Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to cry. I'm Ninja Gaiden. It did sound a bit cry. Leave me alone. I'm fucking... I, or possibly herpy. I, I, I <laughs> would really like to be asleep
2: right now. I feel like yeah, you should have like is, a bright red nose and no, some kind of like derby cap. I don't want any of the WC Fields
1: of Game Podcasts. Uh, com. Jr. Rawls says... I remember when I read about the Game Genie in a non-Nintendo Power Gaming magazine and was blown away by the concept, but then greatly saddened to learn that it was only available in Canada because the man was keeping us down here in the States. Yeah, it was uh, Matt, yeah, it that was, was only temporary. Thing. Yeah, that was only temporary. Yeah. Uh, but I got a surprise trip to the Edmonton Mall in Canada and in the mile-long walk one end to the other. I came across a video game store, rushed inside and saw the prize, a real, actual Game Genie. I bought it, brought it home, and in the pre-internet world had kid after kid call me a liar to my face when I told them that I had some mystical, magical prize that could warp the reality of Nintendo games only to blow their minds when I showed that it actually truly existed. But because it was from Canada, like my girlfriend, i sorry, I just added that in, I couldn't get any (laughs) codes for games other than those that were included in the manual. So when new games came out, I, who was a free-time billionaire, just guessed code after code (laughs) to see if a bunch of random numbers and letters would do anything. On a ski trip, some friends had the new Final Fantasy game, and I pushed and pressured them to try the Game Genie on. We entered in a bunch of random codes that did nothing, and then somehow one of the codes deleted their saved games. Oh my God. <laughs> all of them. I'm not sure they ever forgave me for that. <laughs> it took a while to get I there, hope. but damn, yeah. I I've
0: podcasted with J.R. Rawls, and I know he's not a 70 year old man, but that's the only way that this, this anecdote makes sense. It, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it
2: really, it's wow. Yeah, that's um, man. Glad I never got a Game Genie then. Uh, from Twitter, Jackson Edwards says, I have a bad memory of a game save. I was playing Zelda 2 and got to the Shadow Link fight, and my brother wanted to try and play, so I let him play when I went to the bathroom. In the time it took for me to piss, he deleted <laughs> deleted my oh, no. save and it started a new one, and I haven't gone back to that game since then. Aww.
1: Wow,
0: what an asshole. <laughs> um, I, I learned the hard way from, it says, Patrick Mbo. From the later dime community on Facebook, um, I learned the hard way that uh, Genesis games have a physical battery inside. I, I dropped my copy of Shining Force and I heard some rattling inside. It uh, couldn't save anymore, and I, I really can't read. Okay, and all my saves were gone. I was,
2: damn. Yeah, I guess it brittle. doesn't. Wouldn't matter to fix it because once the battery's out, the save data goes away, mm-hmm. right? And so it's you're still signing up to replay all that
0: shit. Right? No, and, and talking to Adam about the um, um um Paduken, Paduken you should listen to. Um, when those some arcade games were built where like the, the battery ran out to like melt the board, like uh Mission Impossible, your mission.
3: Oh yeah, this, okay. this message wow. self
0: destructs, and um, yeah. It, yeah, that's that's how gaming
2: was built to work. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I've heard of batteries exploding, like old batteries exploding Mm-mm. on carts and ruining. Shit. Oh yeah. Wild. yeah,
0: No, it was it was a, it was a safety measure for arcade games. Like, uh, oh,
2: I don't know, you, you're working my battery. I better fucking shut down and destroy everything. Uh, it, it, it happened all the time. So we have two video responses this week. I think both via Twitter.
0: Bennett Taylor says. When the Wii U console was released, I purchased it day one. Naively, I thought, how about
5: a Wii to Wii U transfer?
1: You'd think that would be good, wouldn't
4: you? And as the Pikmin grabbed each block, and I removed the SD card and inserted it into my Wii U, I lost everything. I was three quarters.
2: Including his innocence. Through Skyward Sword.
5: I'll never
4: play that game again. Thank you, VGA.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! It. Bravo! It.
0: Whatever love Bennett it. does from here on out, he will be way more famous than our show.
2: Um, <laughs> Sean Taylor, you're going to have to follow this. Sean Taylor, you going to follow it.
7: Hey, VGA Game Apocalypse, I'm Sean, and I'm here to answer the question of the week, which is about game save stories, and I have a horror story. Uh, I was back in uh, 2003 when I was playing Prince of Persia Sands of Time. Really fun game. I was having a blast with it. About four or five hours in, though, I was the victim of misfortune because I was doing an escort mission with Princess Farah, and obviously with escort missions, if she dies, game over. So I was going through a temple, and there's various spike pits, and I was edging kind of close to one, and I was fine, but she, unfortunately, fell in and died. Now, of course, with that game, though, you can undo death with a sand meter. You know, you just go back in time and undo any mistakes you made. And I did that, but I fully depleted my sand meter, and she had already taken that one step to fall into the spike pit. So for like five minutes, I was just going back and forth panicking. Oh, my gosh, I'm stuck. And I was like, well, I could just load. You know, I'll lose progress, but whatever. And that game had auto-save. And unfortunately, it auto saved right as she had taken the step to fall into the spike. Pool. Oh no! So I was essentially yes. locked out of the game, which is really unfortunate. Yeah. Thank you so much for all you do, Video Game Apocalypse. How about not to
0: Ricky Morty it, but like the uh it's the way that you
2: use it,
0: like oh, right when you fucking die.
7: Oh
2: god. Is it too mean to say now I know what it would sound like if Ben Shapiro had hot gaming day? No. Both of those guys are way more attractive than all of us put together. They will they will succeed in
0: talking about games way Look, more Chris, than us.
2: I, I mean, a lot of people are talking about how wet the water level is in Zelda games, and I just don't see it. I just yeah, don't yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I know what you're saying, but I, I would never go down on Catwoman <laughs> either. She's a criminal. We would never fucking eat, we would never eat the pussy of a criminal. Let's disgust it, right? We've all agreed on that. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> God, I have to cut all that out. Why? <laughs> you, you don't have Why? to cut any Why of it Why do you have to out? cut that out?
0: Ben Shapiro is a fucking Nazi, and everyone should know it. No, no, I'm, so, I'm talking about
2: I don't want to compare a listener to Ben Shapiro. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Nice, oh,
0: nice. oh, good. Um, but now they yeah. know, and we're good. Leave it in.
1: <laughs> 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 uh, new question of the week. Uh, what's your favorite announcement to come out of this year's E3? I guess for me, uh, I'm really excited to see more of Starfield. Uh, Metroid Dread, I can't overstate how huge that is, that this is the first 2D Metroid, first new 2D Metroid we're getting in almost 20 years, and it's coming in just a few months and I'm I'm super excited to see Castlevania uh, Rondo of Blood coming to Turbo CD again for weird reasons, even though it's perfectly fine on PS4, but I think what got me most excited, personally was just hearing the words Elder Scrolls 6 announced on stage because that means somebody's still working on it. It hasn't been supplanted by Elder Scrolls Online. It is still coming at some point in the
0: nebulous future, so hooray. Uh, Metal Slug Tactics. I never thought, I never <laughs> thought I'd be disinterested in the Neo Geo franchise ever again. I'm in. I'm in! <sighs> also drunk. Help me out, Brendan.
3: Uh, yeah, it's great. It looks awesome. Almost as awesome as my favorite. Metroid Dread. Oh yes. someone please let me buy the special edition, please.
2: I thought you were gonna go with Elden Ring, so I, I had picked as my backup Mario yeah. and Rabbits 2. It's, but, it's uh,
3: almost it's almost a tie. It's it's close, but Metroid Elden Ring's red. gonna be fucking
2: pretty good, but so is Mario Rabbits 2. I can't choose ju- uh, Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Elden is Ring. Elden yeah. bigger. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah. All yeah,
1: right. So what is your favorite announcement from E3 2021? Let us know. Go to VidigameApocalypse.com Answer into the comments for episode 424. Alternately, you can hit us up on the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer, or you can ping us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Uh, anyway, that's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Uh, Brendan, once again, tell people Brendan, about your stuff. You?
3: Yes, uh, well, so I I write about games, I make videos about games, and I make games... Uh, you can find all of that if you go to my Twitter account at Brendan underscore LH. There's a link tree that will send you to all of that.
0: Fantastic. Thanks for doing the show. I'm yes. using my plugs to plug Brendan because uh, that's awesome.
3: Honestly, I, I don't want to don't want to come on too hard here, but uh, this has been really cool. I've been listening to you guys since, like, TDAR10. So I, I really enjoyed wow. being on, and I really appreciate Thank you guys you. inviting me. It's been really well, fun. I-
2: I I have something to reveal to you, too, Brendan. I enjoy all your work on the PNB stuff, and I've been telling TL, I'm like, I need to figure out a time to get Brendan on one of our shows.
3: I can't believe I forgot to not plug PNB. Go listen to PNB, my my weekly show with TL Foster and Kayla and Rob and Dylan. Um, Yeah. Twitch.tv
2: slash Allen, just like Twitter.com slash Hey, Matt, plug the Patreon. Patreon.com slash laser time Thanks. is where you can hear such amazing things, such as audio commentaries that we do over at Twitch.tv slash Maddie C. Allen. Uh, we post the audio versions of those for you to listen to in your ear holes while you watch a movie with your eye holes. That's how this stuff works. It's just science. There's also 302010 games. There's also mm-hmm. Sick of Star Wars. There's bonus times where Chris and I... Basically give you an in-depth uh, talk about E3 if you want to hear that. We talk about shit opening back up and us feeling <laughs> Or, or growing up and being 40. Yeah, um, yeah. So, world. yeah, a lot going on on the Patreon. A lot more to come. So look forward to that. But only if you're a subscriber at the $5 or more level per month. Although we do appreciate anyone, even if you can give a buck. Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Book it.
1: Fantastic. I'd like to promote the Book It program. Uh, read enough books and you will get a personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut. <laughs> uh, <laughs> as always, you can visit us online at com. Follow us on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Follow me personally at wikiparaz That's W-I-K-I-P-A-R-A-Z Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.
3: I should check this guy out. He sounds really Stop cool. Stop it.
5: It's too this late. It's too late. This is the
3: guy who has all the cars, right? No. <laughs> Murder this man and is as a secret sound.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you hear this? You hear about this? This guy with all the cars? You hear about this guy, Brendan? He's talking all this shit. <laughs>